episode 450 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. We hit another milestone, Josh. Yay. We're silly and uh, I guess not too smart. And uh, along with us, speaking of not too smart, <laughs> our unofficial third chair, Stuart Gilray. Good evening, good morning, good welcome. <laughs> Early morning to you, sir. Yes, only one fifteen a.m. Well, you don't have to do uh, this very often. And when I say have to do, I mean, you know, you didn't have to do it, buddy. <laughs> well, my email came in this morning at 7.30 my time and said, you want to do the show tonight? Who am I to say no? <laughs> you know, it, it sucks because I've been thinking about like for a week to email you and I kept forgetting, kept forgetting. I got this morning. Oh, Get. likely excuse. Something's no, just more I've important been, to me. That's what you're saying. No, I came I, home. I and told him to email you. And sure did. you did. <laughs> you got Twitter, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I came home and I've just been running around all over the place here and. Stuff and junk, so I just didn't think about very much. That's Fair my enough. fault. That's on me, Stuart. I'll forgive you, even though I've been bugging you since E3. We should do another follow-up from the our pre-E3 show, <laughs> which got which got me all in so much trouble. Oh, what happened then? I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Josh is probably asleep. That. Yeah, I, I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got in trouble for something that we didn't even do. No, we, we just hypothesized. We were. I was being sarcastic when you said that, and then one of our listeners posted a blog post and said, PlayStation Nation confirms that Mark yeah. Cerny's now running uh, The Last Guardian Project. And, and then, then, then Targ yeah. Games Industry Journalism went, oh shit, let's post that. Well, let, let's, let's be a little careful about that whole journalism I know. Thing. I know. Some of them are journalists. Eh, I haven't seen much proof of that. <laughs> <clears throat> because not a one, not a one ever contacted us to uh, get a new verification. Me. Or you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the core things. I should tell why. One of them did. He, he put the piece up on his, on his site, <laughs> and he said to me, what do you think of this? And I went, well, yeah, apart from the fact is I was putting two and two together and getting five. Yeah. You know, it, that's what you do with a rumor. You're putting things you've heard together and see if they come up with us an answer. Well, in we this were, case, is a fifty percent answer exactly, it, and we yeah. were because we were half right. We saw the last yeah. Guardian eighty three exactly. Yeah, if they actually went and listened to that section of the podcast, they wouldn't have to confirm anything exactly. with you. Well, that or too, us yeah. or anything. They could yeah. have just listened to it and said, "This is what they said on the podcast." Yeah, yeah. And if I remember rightly, one of the one of the, the sites that did catch me on Twitter, they did update their piece. And oh said, God. actually, we've listened to the podcast, and whatever minute it was, you will discover they say, it could happen, or yeah. something like that. And it's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. If only the rest of them did that. Well, you know, like I said, that's why I don't really like using that whole journalism word. Well, the problem I have now is, of course, because I'm you know, running a game development studio with lots of games coming out, and we're about to get blackballed for these comments. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Cheers, guys. <laughs> really seriously if they blackball you for we haven't we haven't called anybody out no we just said you know some of the journalists might not be classed as journalists but i've been saying that for nine years yeah as a gamer and as a consumer i can say that i have we don't say, call ourselves journalists we would be no. we're the farthest from being journalists i have to say some of my friends and on the journalist side of it did go to university and did do journalism courses, yeah, so yeah. I would class them as journalists. Uh, but there are some of I know who just haven't. You know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a real big thing about about like uh, university systems and everything, but that's a whole other story. 
I never went, so what the fuck do I know? When year nine starts of Glenn on PlayStation Nation, all the stops are gone. I'm just going to talk about crazy shit. You mean we're not already? Oh, you haven't you haven't heard crazy yet? Oh dear! Well, isn't year nine? Wait, isn't aren't we already in year nine? Or year nine is next year? January starts year nine. January starts. Yeah. yeah. I think. Wait. No. January. Nine times fifty-two. When did the PS3 come out? What year? Wait, no. This this started. The podcast started around. It was. February, March, 2007. It was February of 2007. So 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Next year, February, is the start of year, year 9. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so after eight years. Yes. <sighs> God. So next year, February, is the start of year 9, so we're going to hit 10 years. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're just going to let it all go in year nine and burn every bridge, kill him, you know, just destroy everybody verbally (laughs) to the point that it's all over. I'm going to I'm going to make like I'm going to take six months and make all friendly with everybody I can. And they're all going to tell me these secrets at E3 and I'm just going to burn every bridge and just, and just do the, do the, uh, the, the, um, the thing from Seinfeld where you gotta, you gotta go out on a high note and I'm just going to put my hands in the air like George and say, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be it. As long as you don't, like, as long as you, I was gonna say, as long as you wake up in February 2017 and think, "Oh shit, I fell over in the shower and hit my head," and it all blacked out for the whole of last year. <laughs> well, I've already had that happen. Dallas and <laughs> I figured you'd just be like Homer and hop on a golf cart and throw a lit match over over your shoulder at a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Could do that too. <laughs> That'd work. <laughs> I'll go down to Madison County in Iowa and burn one of those bridges. No. no! They're a tent pole. Yeah. <laughs> Dear. All right. Well, I, I honestly, I mean, we have this agenda. I'll tell you what we think we're going to be talking about, but Stuart's <laughs> on the podcast with us. We haven't talked to him in a few months. Who the uh, fuck knows where this is going to go? So, um, <clears throat> uh, we got some new releases, a couple of news items, PlayStation experience to talk about what we're playing and watching around PS nation emails. Yes. I kept it light because I knew Stuart was going to be here. That sounds like a crock. No, no, that that's a big, I know how it goes. Are you, are you playing? I I get you guys off of. No, see, you word. you but stimulate finish conversation, that sense, please. Yeah, get us get us off what? Huh? Please just finish. <laughs> and then you over track. there with the stimulating. It's just all right. All right, calm down, everybody. It's just uh, all right. It sounds like we've been drinking, but I know I haven't. Jeez. No, no, not me. Uh, no, I'm just loopy it. from kids. That's all. <laughs> Yours or somebody else's? Hopefully his I own. Who don't sleep? You get so tired as a parent, you don't even know if they're your kids or not. What the hell do you know? Uh, you know I know. Parents. I know so many people that have kids. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't believe it. No, it doesn't yeah, matter. Dude. Well, you might know, know people. So, exactly. Tell yeah. him. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, dude. Knowing knowing people with kids is one thing. Having kids and experiencing stuff is completely different. Babysat multiple kids for one couple on a few weekends. That's okay. Still, Try I doing have, this for a few I, weeks in one go. In a few months, then a few yeah, years. Yeah, but these aren't my kids. Yeah. I can't like really. <laughs> I can't, I can't punish them saying. for things, so I have to be really creative. No, dude, you don't understand. You can't punish your own kids because your kids look at you in a certain way and just go, Dad, mm-hmm. and that's it. You melt and you give them what the hell they want. Mm-hmm. Maybe you pussies do that. 
that oh, okay. I, I said before I had mine, I was, there's no way I was going to be that kind of parent. <laughs> Stand up. Then within 10 minutes, he's like, oh, Jesus, he's not my kid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, let me do this anyway, stuff before we get to Evening, far. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let me do this stuff and get it out of the way really quick. Uh, the house cleaning. So uh, if you want to find us, go to our website, psnation.com. Uh, you can find our forums over there if you hit the forums button or say psnation.com slash forums. Uh, you can also find the contact us section at PS Nation. Uh, just go to the left side of the, of the front page. You'll find uh, a button to contact, contact us via email. You can call us on Skype, leave a voicemail, which we had some dude leave, uh, I would say, about eight voicemails today. And it was all just him singing about pee and poop. Excellent. Like eight different times, so I blocked. I'm sorry. My son got hold of the phone. Apparently. I know your son's voice. It was not him for a change. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't Mark again, was it? <clears throat> he He's way too lazy to do something like that. <laughs> to actually go through the effort of calling Skype eight times and leaving voicemails like that? <laughs> True. That's way out of Mark's league. Way out of Mark's league. Uh, I know who it will be. Who's that? I'm not going to say. Because uh, you'll probably accuse me on Twitter of of harassing him again. No, it'll just get posted all over IGN. And Here we go. The first thing. Let's go, Stuart. <laughs> who is it? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. He'll say it later on. You're getting tired. Uh, I can hear it. I'll say it later on, but not when they're recording. Ah, well, we're not recording yet. We're just doing a a dry run. (laughs) My arse. (laughs) 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 Anyway, you finished housekeeping yet? (laughs) No, not yet. Uh, Also, over on psnation.com, hit that affiliate uh, store section. Uh, We've got all those cool stores out there. And Black Friday is very, very soon, folks. It's this week. So if you want to do your Black Friday shopping, please just use one of our links to go to those stores. Uh, anything you buy, uh, the price doesn't change, your experience doesn't change, but anything you buy when you hit our link to go to the stores, we get a little piece of the action that helps us pay our bills. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Josh at PJFJosh. You can find me at TorgoPSN. You can t- find our main account at PS Nation. And Stuart, where can we find you on Twitter? At Stuart Gilray, one word. There you go. Uh, you can email us at podcast at psnation.com. Please join our forums. They're awesome. We've had a lot of great traffic this week. Keep it up, folks. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail on Skype at wdt-torgo. Don't forget our Facebook page. Go over and like it at uh, facebook.com slash page. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm done. Oh, our, our podcast network at vgavio.com as well. Oh. You sure? Finished? Now I'm done. Okay. I've got my own little piece as well. So okay. every time I'm on this show, I always get 10 to 100 people adding me on PSN. <laughs> That's it? Which I don't, well, per day. Um, <laughs> so I don't mind that so much. What I do, I, I always object to those people who just randomly keep adding me, adding me, adding me. If yeah. you're adding me and you are from PS Nation, please put something in the message saying who you are, where Look you're from. This. It's the same thing that we ask people to do. Because, do. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because all I'm going to do is just delete that shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what we still do to this day. I, yeah. I started because I just got a couple recently, and I've decided that I will at least ask them, do I know you? Yeah, I've done that. Because one because the very first person I did that with responded with, Well, I was you might have talked to me on VG Evo at one point because I've been around for a long time and blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, all right, I know you. Fine, yeah. So I added him. <laughs> I would have just deleted that person because they didn't <laughs> but, send it. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's not just about that though. It's it, to me it's just kind of a 
you know, being rude if they don't tell you, like, yeah. say something, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I have to say, because I got caught out, because you, you may have noticed, and this, is me, this isn't me trying not to brag, I've got the one of those little blue ticks next to my name on PSN now. Ooh, I'm verified. I know, you're verified. Uh, but, the, but some guy added me about four or five weeks ago. Uh, he, he tried three or four times, and the, the fourth time went, Hi, Mr. Gilroy. I'm a fan of your games. I thought, oh, okay. He's just going to keep asking, asking, asking. And then he sends then, you a picture of his cock. No, no, it gets better. He starts messaging me like a hundred times. I'm like, oh, jeez, dude, just go away. I thought, I'm going to look and see who he is. Clicked on his thing. He had one friend. That was me. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and then he messaged and said, oh, by the way, I'm 11. And I'm thinking, wait, what? How, how are you oh online gosh. if you're under 13? Oh, you're using your father's account to delete. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, please, no. <laughs> Thank God. Anywho. Hmm. By the way, we, need, we might hear a knock at Stuart's door at uh, any time. Sir, uh, we'd like to talk to you about <laughs> Stuart Lover 38. Uh, that, that was a friend of yours on PSN. <laughs> Uh, are you Stuart Lover 38 on PlayStation Nation? Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> this is for Brody. If All Chris right. Hansen walks in the door, just turn him run. <laughs> Although, be ready to be tackled by yes. police right outside your door. I have a seat right here. Why did you bring those sandwiches? Uh, you want to see my puppies in the back of my truck? No. Yeah. Uh, all right. Why did you bring those sandwiches? Well, because I was making this game called I Am Bread, and I was it was oh, a whole physics thing research. I was trying to figure oh. out. It's, yeah, it was no. no, I swear. <laughs> Gotta make sure the physics I, are right on PS4. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> All right, this let's move no on. Just say yes, and we'll move on. So for new releases, all right. Look, are there any this week? Well, no, oh no yeah we are recording next week i forgot i'm thinking of the week after i'm all confused okay wait that's fine oh well because if we, when we record from psx it'll be like both nights exactly i was gonna yeah. say should i do new releases for this week and next week but you know well for next week and the week after because we always right. do it a week late um but that doesn't matter because we're going to record next week so it's fine right but next week, maybe I should do two weeks because when we record a PSX, that's probably I'm a good idea. Pull out the new releases. Yeah. So you're pulling okay. out what? Huh? <laughs> a new release is easy there, Chris Hansen. Ah. All right. I think we already know the uh, uh, the, the title for this episode. Oh, Why don't Jesus. you have a seat? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sit next to me. Um, <sighs> for the. PlayStation 4, we have Just Cause 3. Hmm, never heard of that's it. That's next week, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Next week. That's, yeah, we, okay. we do next week's releases. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, which, <laughs> as I dropped a mini bombshell in our little uh, messaging app the other day that I'm not reviewing this, and people were like, what? And everybody jumped in, can I review it? Can I review it? Can I review it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm not reviewing this. Um, that's fifty nine ninety nine. Um, Just Cause Three Collector's Edition, 
is one oh nine ninety nine. Whoa! We're totally going to lose all of our listeners now because Josh isn't going to review it. Random play. Why? I'll review it <laughs> because we only had a saying called Josh Cause Three. Oh, I like that. That was because that's two. all someone would talk about for like eight months. No, is Josh Cause two. two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. Why should I review Just Cause 3? Everybody expects that I'm going to give it a 9.5 or a 10. But what if it sucks? Then you'd be honest about that. No, I'm not. You'd be the most critical of it. This is... I already know how much they've put into this game. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get you to review it, honestly, because... No, I know. Well, I'm not going to. (laughs) Fuck you, you're reviewing it. (laughs) Um... I mean, I'm probably not even going to buy it for like six or eight months, so it doesn't matter. Um, mm. I'm not buying it when it comes out. Um, I did. The, the, the idea behind it, I've, I've been thinking about it for, for a while, and I finally actually got to touch the game. Easy. Oh. Um, <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Comic-Con. Um, but I sat down with one of the developers and he, he went through all this deep stuff that they added into all these, all these little tweaks you can do to your gameplay and everything. Um, all this crazy stuff that they saw the modders do on PC with just cause Two, And they said, well, wouldn't it be cool if we added in these switches and sliders and things and that you can add in and do all these crazy things on your little single player game. Yeah. And I looked at all that and I'm like, oh my gosh, this just the amount of stuff that's in there and how big the world is. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to review this. I can't because I will sit there. I, I don't want to rush through quote unquote, the story and rush through. This is a game that I'm going to spend 200 hours with and I want to take my time with it. I don't so that means Josh isn't going to review anything yeah. else for... <laughs> No. Well, I told you I'm not picking up this game anytime soon, so it doesn't matter. But um, it's just something I don't want to rush through just to write a review. It's something that I want to just take my time with and just play with it at my own pace. That's all. Mm. That makes sense. And I think it would be better to get somebody else's opinion on it because no matter what, everybody's expecting it's going to be like a near-perfect game for me. So what's the point of seeing me do that? You know, give it to somebody else who we have no idea what they're going to say. Right. They might love it. They might hate it. It'll be, it'll be better to get a perspective of somebody who's not, I want this game. I want this game. I want this game. You know, that's, Makes that's sense. how I see it. So as, as long as you don't give it to somebody who's going to hate this game before they have played it. Keith? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Why the do I do it? The- <laughs> Everybody, most of our writers, not all of them, but most of them are very excited for this game. And like I said, the moment I said, I'm not going to do this, a bunch of people, can I do it? Can I do it? Can I, you know, so they're all probably going to love it. I mean, the joke's on everybody because most likely we're not even going to get it for review because it's Square Enix. Yeah, but a lot of those guys are buying it day one. So one of them will just review it. I I, I had to say, I was, uh, when they announced it, what, almost a year ago, whatever it was. I thought, ah, oh, I loved the second one, but I got really bored of it because it's the same thing over and over and over again. But I love the world, I love Parachute, oh, I love that. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. Then they announced Mad Max. I thought, oh, shit, they're doing two games in one year. Holy crap. Yeah. So I got Mad Max at launch, and I actually and I obviously got Metal Gear 5 the same day. Yeah. Um, and I've played way more Mad Max than Metal Gear. 
it's funny because mm. I bought Metal Gear. I've only put it in to install it, and I haven't gotten Mad Max yet. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think I'd enjoy Mad Max more just because I've watched a ton of streams of MGS5, and I think it looks outstanding. Yeah. But I just don't think I want to play it that much. And, I no. mean, so many people are so into that world. And you would even, I was like, when I was watching this, because I had it in the background, I was doing a bunch of writing one day, and I had it on the background, the guy started talking the Metal Gear talk, and I just went, huh, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> so anyway, so so I, then I wasn't going to buy Just Cause. And then today at the office, in our own internal discussion group, one of the guys dropped a link to it to get it for, I think it was $47 equivalent. Mm-hmm. So I was like, holy crap. Buy. And then I pre-ordered before I realized, oh, shit, I pre-ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to arrive whenever it's, I think it's out Monday or Tuesday, isn't it? So, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got it digitally, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Because I wander the earth like, like Kane, trying to pull pebbles out of people's hands. <laughs> Just everywhere. Yeah. So the $109 collector, this is a weird price, $109 collector's edition um, will include not just any old edition of the game, but the day one edition of the game, which is entirely different. Obviously. Um, (laughs) 15-inch grapple hook replica. I saw that at PAX. It's actually pretty cool. (laughs) 32-page artwork, uh, 24 by 24 poster map of Medici. Nice. Uh, and that's it. Well, I mean, that grappling hook is what costs so much. How much How much was Fallout 4 Pip-Boy edition in the States? <sighs> how much was it? Was it 150 I thought it was 200 <laughs> yeah. Let me look. Let me look for you. Because... Yeah, keep going, Josh. For I'll, that. I'll look it up. Uh, so that's Just Cause 3. Um, then we have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege for $59.99. Another and, game I'm very excited for. And the Rainbow Six Siege Gold Edition for $89.99. So for the extra 30 bucks, you're getting the Season Pass. Mm. By the way, the Pip-Boy Edition was $120. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't even... No. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this gold edition includes the season pass, and that's, yeah, includes the season pass. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so it's a $30 season pass. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It, it better be... Well, it would be nice if it was like a $40 season pass yeah. and you were actually getting a bonus for for getting the gold edition. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. So what's the point? Why not just get the regular and you know, pick up the season pass whenever you want? Well, because you get it. It's easier. I don't know. It's it's. it's I have to click two less times, it. bro. <laughs> no, actually, it's harder because you have to type in that whole freaking code rather than just go to the PlayStation Store and hit buy. Well, true, but so unless you buy them it's both more digitally. difficult. It's more well, no, difficult. You, you can buy the season pass digitally too, though. <laughs> You don't have to type in the the you don't have to type in the uh, the code. code. This is the I'm talking about physical editions here. I'm not talking about buying anything digital. These are we don't do digital releases. <laughs> uh, 
I buy digital because it's it's just easier for me. We do physical releases here. I don't buy digital because it's too expensive for me. Yeah. With all the uh, the VAT tax and everything? No, just the fact that, you know, under European laws, they have to sell things digitally, same price as they are retail. Right. Uh, but nine times out of ten, retailers do it for 10 to 20 pounds less than the actual retail price. Oh, geez. So especially supermarkets. Yeah, you can, most games, for example, will be fifty pounds, forty nine ninety five, or fifty four ninety five. Yeah, but you can easily go into supermarket and get them for between thirty five and forty on release week. Wow! <laughs> so do they have like just, midnight launches at the local A and P? They do sometimes. Yeah. Oh my god! Actually, A and P went out of business. I, it's just something I pulled out of my head. What is it over there? <laughs> yeah. I well, went we to have, something called like game. lion, some lion thing. We have game, and and when UK has got. Chain called Game. Well, I knew about that. Won, yeah, and then that's it. No, we got we got CEX, which is Computer Exchange. Well, no, you said and like we, supermarkets. So, like, isn't that a grocery store you're talking about? Or no, we well, yeah, but grocery stores we've got ASDA, which is owned by Walmart, right? Uh, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, Aldi. Uh, but Aldi don't do games, so yeah. We have Aldi over here too. It's the same. Yes, yeah, German company. Well, it's the it's the brothers. One of them started that. One of them started Trader Joe's. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Aldi was German. They are. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's a little flash from UK pricing. Here. All right. Then. That's another right. report from the UK. <laughs> and then finally, we have the Thrustmaster. VG T300 Ferrari Alcantara Edition Racing Wheel. Right. <laughs> For PS4, PS3, and PC. And it's only $469. <laughs> Woohoo! So, this is the same T300 that we have the review for, but the wheel itself is the Ferrari wheel. So it looks very different. Um, so it's red leather then? Yeah. I don't know if it's red leather. It's got red accents, I think. <laughs> I've seen it once. I, I don't remember all the details. But so, but the thing is, the VGT T300, or especially over the T150 we talked about, the T300, the, the one of like two or three differences with, between that and the 150 are that the 300, you can actually pop the wheel off and put a different one on. <laughs> so if you already have a T300, you can get... Like the leather-bound wheel, or you can get the the Ferrari wheel, or you can get the F1 wheel, and it just pops right on that T300. It's modular. Okay. And it's actually, I mean, it's very secure. It's it's quite well done. And if you have a T1000, he's made with liquid metal. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. <laughs> live with me if you want to come. Yes, that too. Oh, back to that again. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the the porn parody of the Terminator movies. Yeah. Live with me if you want to come. <laughs> I'm here to yeah, fix your have, cable. Yeah, the T800. He just looks like Arnold. Yeah. Old Arnold. Ah, mm. oh, dear. <laughs> Speaking of which, BBC America needs needs to be smacked. Why? Um, what? Uh, last night. Well, let me guess. We talked with Doctor Who. No. Oh, well, yeah. uh, Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah, I've, I've not been happy with this whole season. Um, but uh, beyond that, the, last night it was just the. The TV was just on that channel. Right. So every time I turned on the TV or every time we stopped Thomas the train for a minute, 
you know, whenever the episode ended and BBC came up. It was the original Terminator, which is fine. And then Terminator 3. What? Which is fucking horrendous. <laughs> and it was the two of them back to back, back to back, back to back, back to back, like all night. Yeah. You'll, you'll like this. On October 21st, when we had Back to Future Day, uh, ITV p- said they were going to do all the, the three films back to back. They only did one and two. They didn't bother with three. <laughs> so, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Never mind. Yeah. Well, I got caught up in... Uh, oh, what movie was it that I was watching? Oh, fuck. I'll have to think about it. There was some <laughs> movie that was it was on TV, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I'll watch this. And I watched a little bit of it. And I was like, well, I have to watch it for this one big scene that's coming up. So I kept waiting. Oh, it was uh, Green Mile. Okay. okay. But the problem was it was on like AMC or one of those and there were commercials every three minutes. And I, oh, I, eventually I was like, oh, fuck this. I just, I couldn't get up <laughs> and grab the DVD. But I, yeah. I was just, I got so sick of the commercials. I just shut the whole TV off and walked away. I, I did that once with Kelly's Heroes. Oh. It was on ITV and I got halfway through it and thought, why the fuck am I actually waiting for that? The commercials. I've got the Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. got up, put the Blu-ray in, and watched the rest of it. And, and it's, it's also one of the 20, best movies it, ever made. Oh yeah, and it's finished thirty minutes before the the one on TV was finished because <laughs> there's no commercials. <laughs> yeah. well, we do that like every Sunday. We I record The Walking Dead, and we get Mason to bed and then watch it. Yeah. So we typically have watched The Walking Dead without commercials at all. Yeah. But now, since you know it's happening and it's all this crazy stuff is happening, we're trying to watch it as it happens. And every time this comes up, like every Sunday, it's been commercial after commercial after commercial. My wife's like, "Well, we'll watch part of the show." And she's like, "Well, that lasted a whole two minutes before the commercials came up." <laughs> yeah. So don't say anything because I haven't finished season four oh, no. yet. Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't spoil those things on here. Um, Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, what's killing her is how many commercials there are, and you'll go through. And I fast forward through them, but still, it's like yeah. three, four, five minutes of commercials. You come back and you get two minutes of show, and then another <laughs> five minutes of commercials. <laughs> and and I pay four dollars extra a month for Hulu, and it takes all the commercials out. Yeah, whatever. No, it is the most amazing $4 upgrade I've ever made in my life. No, I had to say the, the best thing I have is the fact is because obviously in the UK, they air about a week to two weeks after the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it the day after it's in the States without commercials automatically. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so just to touch on, are you guys watching Gotham? Oh, yeah. I have them. I have not watched them. Okay. So Time. I'm not going to go into details, but Jesus Christ, Jerome... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Surprising, but awesome. I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. I I like the fact that they're, and I've said this on the show before, it's not a spoiler, It's but <clears throat> that they're playing this red herring game. Yes. With that character. And, and uh, yeah, so I, it, that was one thing I did this weekend is caught up on a lot of those shows, and I caught up on Gotham now. Obviously, there's a new episode tonight, but. Yes, and so I, I should watch tomorrow, lunchtime. fucking hate Fox. That they that they split the show in half. Do they? Make you, yeah, they make you wait for like three or four mm. months 
to get the oh, second half course. of the season. Yeah, it's, it finishes tonight, isn't it? Yeah. It comes back on fucks. February 13th, oh, January 13th. <laughs> yeah, but they do it with the shows that they know. That's not Fox. Everybody does that. Like, not everybody. Walking Dead. They're not do it with The Flash. Walking Dead mid-season finale is next week. Yeah, and I then hate it. And it doesn't come back till like, March. Yeah. This is, yeah, that's what I, killed, that's what killed Jericho. <laughs> do you remember that show? Which one? Uh, Jericho. Barely. The one where bombs went off all over the U.S., nuclear bombs went off all over the U.S., and Jericho, Kansas is where this whole thing takes place. Yeah. And, um... They were going like the first half of the season went and they were kind of building an audience. It wasn't a huge hit or anything like that, but they were building an audience, building an audience. And then they had their mid-season finale and it was off the air for like three months. And by the time it came back, everybody had forgotten about it. Nobody knew what the hell was going on in it. It's one of those shows that you can't take a break from it because it was so much week to week that you needed to know what was going on, where these characters were, who was dealing with who, all this shit that was happening. And, and the show just never recovered. It got canceled. Yeah. It was crazy. They, they ended up, they let them do whatever crazy thing they wanted to finish off the show. And then they had to do like a comic book to, to oh, wow. fill in the gaps after that, because wow. they just, they, they were like, shit. We well shit. <laughs> the, thing is, uh, the thing is, the thing is, there is a nice thing to be said about splitting the this, this seasons up by a few weeks, because then you can pace it. it takes up more of the year. Where shows like Suits, you know, the next season starts in the January, and it'll be finished by April. Then you have to wait again there until January again. It's like fuck. But the biggest problem, like with American TV versus British TV, is that there are two. They have too many episodes in a season. You <laughs> say that. Well, well it depends there. on the show. Depends on the show. And I mean, the, America TV. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but no, there's, there's some shows here in the UK. I mean, like, um, and this obviously isn't the same kind of show, but it's like we have quiz shows on TV. Like, there's one, called, Have I Got News for You? Um, and that is on season 58 now. My yeah. God. And it, they do two seasons a year of like 30 episodes or 20 episodes. Well, we've got stuff like that too. We've got Jeopardy yeah. and Wheel of Fortune prices, right? Well, no, this is this is this is comedians doing a live show commenting on the week's news. Ah, oh, okay. And, and it's like, oh shit! But then you look at uh, the old. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Inspector Morse. The, the, the follow-up show one. was called Lewis, um, who basically mm. um, the guy Lewis was Morse's sergeant in the in the previous series. Yeah. Um, for the actor died, and then so Lewis kicked in, but they only have three, uh, six episodes per season, and yeah. it's actually only three episodes because they just split an episode into two halves. Right. So you literally get six weeks, and then that's it. You wait for another year, possibly or two years, and it's like, oh, please, just hurry the fuck up. <laughs> and, and the weird thing was with this year, actually, there was a season in March, April time of Lewis. And then I thought, oh, I'll have to wait until 2016, 17 for the next one. And it fucked me, they announced a new series, and it literally just finished last week again. So two seasons in the year. But then it literally, the day before the last episode ended, they announced that they weren't doing any more. Because the actor who played him was retiring a character. He yeah. was doing the same character for 30 years, and he wanted want to do something else. Like, well, he can just re- the- they can just regenerate him into a new character, right? Well, you know. Isn't that what happens in every British yeah. TV show? No, just Doctor Who. Oh, I thought it was every one of them. No. But see, I, I like having 
about six episodes in a season because there are a lot of shows over here in the U.S. where they'll have like 22 episodes. And because they have that many episodes, they don't know what to do with them half the time. And you have all these filler episodes and all these things where the the story is not progressing. They're just kind of dragging their feet on it, waiting till they get to that season finale or the mid-season finale where they can have all the action, you know? It's, you say that, but I mean, look at Gotham, for example. Even though each episode has its own story bits in it, it's still part of a whole season arc. Yeah, which I love. But that's Whereas, yeah, that's a different that's a different case. Though, yeah. You know? Whereas you look at things like Royal Pains, which I I used to love. I, last season not so much, but it's literally it's eight episodes now mm. for a season, and like it's over before it's even begun. You like, what? What, what, you know, it's like, damn, so that pisses me off. But like, Derek. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but that's like, if that had gone on any longer than those six episodes or so per season, it, yeah. it would have been too much. You know, it's, it had its story. It had its, you know, it's, it, it was perfect for. I, I will say right film. now, I hate Ricky Gervais. And I think he just needs putting down. Wow. Oh, I, I really can't stand the guy. Really? He, he's so self-important. Well, lately, especially with all the... He's just taken that animal rights thing really far. I mean, I have no problem with animal rights and all that. But, I mean, he, if you follow him on Twitter, oh my God. No, I tend not it's to because he's a dick. <laughs> wow. I just don't like him. I never have liked him. He, his first UK TV was he did little guest spots on a Channel Four show. I can't remember the name of it. And I used to switch over when he came on and switch back again when he's when he went off. Mm. Even the movies is in. I used to do that with the Slee Stack on Land of the Lost because they scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> I mean, this is a game show, not a TV show. It's what TV shows for. Uh huh. All right. Uh, where were we? <laughs> I have uh, no idea. Thrustmaster again. Uh, PS3. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. There's nothing else coming to the PS3 or Vita next week. Physically. All right, then. Week after, that's a different story. Cool. Yeah. But you'll have to tune in later. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Look at Josh. See that? You see that? Finally listen yeah, to the like marketing that. department. Holy shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All like right. Uh, exciting news that I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, well, Alice has announced the PS4 exclusive Odin Sphere Life Razors Storybook Edition, uh, which I loved Odin Sphere on the PS2. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Side scroller uh, RPG game with this this amazing and beautiful art. Uh, this one sounds pretty badass. So there's a, a collector's edition, obviously, because it's Atlas. Uh, it's going to come uh, out for seventy nine ninety nine in Canada. It'll be ninety nine ninety nine. It's got a sixty four page hardcover art book, uh, so not just a little CD uh, CD sized one like usual that Josh always takes exception with. Mm-hmm. Uh, potion <laughs> recipe T shirt to remind you the most basic alchemical uh, recipes. I'm sure this will be like a small. Every T shirt for video gaming is always like a small or a medium. Because no fat guys ever play video games. A collector's <laughs> metal slip case to house the game. Ooh, a metal slip case even. 
an art print we have yet to reveal, because eh, they don't know what they're going to do yet, and a premium outer box adorned with the game's fantastical artwork. Now, normally I give them shit for saying this, but this is Vanillaware, so I guarantee you the artwork is going to be fantastical. Uh, for those of you without a PS4 or, or not interested in the storybook edition, don't fret, as Atlas will also have you covered with the PS4, PS3, and PS Vita versions of Odin Sphere Leiftreiser. <laughs> I have no idea how to say that. We'll include a softcover version of 64 uh page art book at participating retailers the non-premium editions will cost $59.99 $49.99 for ps3 and $39.99 for uh so for ps4 it's $59 ps3 is uh $49 vita is $39 it's not bad that's pretty cool they're bringing it off for all of them so i don't know did either of you ever play odin sphere no you liked it yes yeah yeah. Yeah. It's good. <clears throat> so this is a total overhaul of the original PS2 game from completely hand-redrawn graphics and refined gameplay mechanics to optimizations for the release consoles. The game will fully encapsulate an artful, uh, artfully elegant tale steeped in Norse mythology with all the makings of a tragic opera. So, very excited for this. Uh, I don't know if I'll finish it. I didn't finish the original one, but... Uh, I really liked what I played, uh, and it's coming out in the spring of 2016. Very exciting Ooh. news. Great. Yeah, and if you don't have Odin Sphere and you still have a PS2, very easy to find that game. They had a big run of them, and uh, very easy to find it, so I would suggest maybe checking it out. Maybe I'll stream it one day. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, next up. Who, me? Well, yeah, you. <laughs> I thought you'd be all excited for this one. What, Lazy over there isn't going to do anything? We never make our guests do news. <laughs> I don't even know what the fucking news is. Who told me? Um, oh, you mean on the agenda that I sent to your Gmail account because I didn't send it to the right email account? It is empty. It is not. You mean that link for Heavy Rain that goes to the Odin <clears throat> oh, story? Oh, Jesus. God, you didn't ask me to do that. Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> That's on our site. <laughs> I don't like their games. Oh, well, I know you don't. Yeah. Oh, listen to the crotchety old man over there. I know. <laughs> I don't like David Cage. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's too imaginative. He be, he, he, no, he might be a great guy. He's too French. <laughs> but, that fucking doesn't. Don't, don't even go there. Oh, um, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's either an emotional roller coaster of bullshit. A parent simulator or a massive quick time event from start to end. It's almost as thrilling as fucking everyone's gone to the fucking bastard rapture. <laughs> you know, Stuart, I agree with you on that game. It's not a fucking game. I I, I totally agree. I it's went a all walking the way through it. Story simulator. And the thing is, there wasn't enough story for me. Oh, I can't wait till Keith hears all this. No, I've said this on the podcast before. It did not do it for me. I thought it was beautiful. Is, I, here's the annoying thing. I actually it. know the lead designer on it. He yeah. lives like 12 miles from me. And I dare say to him, fucking good job, slow clap, because I, I, people will be upset with me. Yeah. I I mean, it did grab me a couple times. Like, I actually got goosebumps at a couple points because I thought something was going to happen that didn't. But I actually fell asleep playing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I said playing there, didn't I? I, yes. I fell asleep walking around it. Controlling it? No, you don't control it. You just wander, move a fucking camera around. 
And then the stupid bastard orbs to tell you which way to go, they, they got stuck. confused and went their own fucking way. Yeah, it got stuck on me a couple times. I had to actually, I actually had to uh, stop the game and restart it because it would not do anything, no matter what I did. And the classic thing was, right, so the, the very first very first sink you do after the first little bit of the story, um, I actually bypassed that and went to the next chapter section. But I still got the trophy for it, even though I didn't actually do, because I didn't know what I had to do. So when I got to the end of the second section, and or the second, whatever, second day, or whatever the hell it is, and you, the, the whole screen goes black, and all the, the fucking fairy lights go off in the distance, and all that shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I thought, oh, hang on a minute. I've actually, this is the second one, but I missed the first one. Where the fuck was the first one? <laughs> and there, anyway. it's another one of those those titles that uh, has kind of anti-trophies, too. Mm-hmm. Trophies for it are really odd. Yeah. Like, you have to make a, a point to, to try to get the trophies. They're not what yeah. you're just going to fall into. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, don't, I I'm don't serious. I, those trophies. I thought I, I I was expecting something cool, and uh, I I love the art, and I love how it looks, and I love the fact that they actually made a CryEngine game look good on the system. Because <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of the CryEngine, but yeah. uh, I expected more out of it. You know, I read Keith's review, and I played through it, and uh, I yeah, it just it fell flat for me. The the, the biggest thing for me. Was yeah. this the fact that I finished it? Within, what two hours? Uh, it took me longer because I was exploring a lot. I, I wandered around and I tried to run, but of course you can't actually run. You just sure you can. walk a little bit faster. Yeah, hold on. No, too. you don't run. You don't run. <laughs> you walk a little bit faster, and even then, it's helped by the fact you go down a fucking hill before you get any quicker. Yeah, you hit a hey, hey, you hit a rock and you start going slow again. It's like, oh, thanks, hey. So you're saying that you personally can run really fast up a hill? Compared no, to down a hill. So running down a hill, you go quite. No, but you're saying there's a quick. difference. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, if I'm running, if I'm quote quote running down a hill and I hit a small stone, yeah, I don't expect to stop and start walking again. No, you probably trip over and fall on your face. Or I'd point run over it. <laughs> <sighs> I'm agreeing with you, Stuart. I, sorry, it, 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 it gets to me. It makes me emotional. <laughs> <sighs> I fixed the link, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I already found it. I, I even it's weird. I I don't know how I do that. I was reading stuff and I didn't hear a word you guys said at all. Oh, that's okay. That's okay because, because we'll just so talk about how on, great. So it's like every this. other week we record this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was so focused on reading, I did not hear a single word you guys said. That's fine. <laughs> because well, that's I haven't I'll, I'll, I'll game get, yet. I'll I'll give you the um the the um uh crib no version of it. You didn't it's know. shit. <laughs> well, I haven't played it at all yet, so no, I don't no. know. So I was just no, no, it's, I was it, trying it's, to read this. Right, and... to, 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 in fairness to the people who made the game, it's not shit. It's just I don't believe it's a game. Josh, and I don't believe you could have sold it as a game. Didn't Keith give it like a ten? He did. <laughs> Keith loved it. Is so. Keith British? No, he's an actor. Oh my. God. He's not a thespian, is he? <laughs> to be or not to be. I'm a f- acting! Thank ya! But the, the thing, I said, just to go to Ratchet, one last thing. Right. The thing that made me cringe the most was I actually deliberately watched 
the there's a video from a week or so before the game came out yeah. with two of the guys from the studio and one of the guys that does Sony America stuff mm-hmm. on the podcast, video cast, the guy with glasses, can't remember. Ryan Clements. And he kept saying to him, so what do you do in the game? What's the point of the game? What do you do in the game? And the guys are going just, well, you're exploring an English village from the 80s. Yeah, but what do you actually get to do? And you could tell that they could just say, well, you wander around and the guy would just probably say, yeah, but what do you do? Because all I want to know is what he said. I can't wait to play the game. This looks so great. I can't wait to see <laughs> Look, what I have to do. They don't there. even know. There is nothing to do. That's why they weren't saying anything. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, sorry. Carry on, Josh. Uh, uh, what was I? Oh, heavy rain. Heavy rain. Heavy uh, rain. Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain. Uh, they are coming to the PS4. But if you want them physical, you gotta import March. from Europe. Mm. Um, oh no! Coming out in the states physically. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Since at last, suck it, North America. Yeah, just like we uh, we were hearing that we weren't going to get it. Uh, Gravity Rush remastered uh, physical, but enough people made a stink to make that change. It sounds like so. Yep. Let us know, folks. Let us know if you want it physically. We'll we'll fight the fight for you. Yeah, I want this physically, so I am most likely importing it from. I'll Europe. get it for you and send it across. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> if you don't shit on it first, <laughs> <laughs> here's your bloody heavy rain. <laughs> I gotta get a box with with heavy rain and a poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do not open box. <clears throat> Risk of contamination. <laughs> okay, so um, there are two of them. Well, Beyond Two Souls is coming to North America November twenty fourth. Digital download, uh, $29.99. It's got 1080p graphics, motion blur, bloom and depth of field effects, and improved lighting and shadows. Um, And blah, blah, blah. Uh, On March 1st, 2016, Heavy Rain will be coming, uh, which will also be a digital download on the PlayStation Store in North America. so weird that Heavy Rain is coming after Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Well, um, not really, because Beyond Two Souls was the last game they developed of the two of them, so it's probably the quickest and easiest for them to convert to PS4. Uh, good point. Fair enough. Drink. So, if you have already downloaded <clears throat> Beyond Two Souls on November 24th, then you will be eligible for a discount on the Heavy Rain download. That's about <laughs> Sorry. So keep that in mind. Um, it doesn't matter. I, I would rather have this physical. If there is a physical version out there somewhere, which I know there would be one in Europe, I would rather have that. So. All right, then. But that's me and my need for actual physical copies of games. All right, then. And that's that. Yeah. If I could just find my mouse. There we go. <laughs> So uh, another series that's much beloved, probably the most beloved on this whole list, or at least the people that do love it are very vocal. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Sega dropped a bombshell on everybody with... uh, World of Tanks? Oh, did I? Oh, shit. I went the wrong way. Yeah. (laughs) This one's big, too, actually. This game's huge. Uh, And it's only been been available on consoles on the Xbox for a long time. Uh, World of Tanks is finally coming to the PS4. Da-da-da-da! 
Uh, on top of that, they are going to have a beta. Uh, it's going to run from December 4th to December 6th, which means Glenn doesn't get to play it. It's going to be a PSX. <laughs> Great time to have it but when I'm all the PlayStation play fans it? are at PSX, huh? But I'm going to get to play it somehow. Uh, Why, you're not going? It's, oh, I am going to PSX. I think you are. <laughs> you're just like, Glenn's not going to get to play it. Well, like you would play it anyway. Yeah, I would. I've been interested in this since it was first announced like 10 years ago, whenever it was. <laughs> yeah, now they got World of Sh- Warships or World of Ships or whatever, too. Uh, mm, actually, idea. we're going to see this at PSX. We have an appointment for it. So if you want to come along, Josh. I didn't want to. Oh, I didn't want to. Please. Well, I didn't want to promise you out for anything. We haven't talked about our appointments yet. But I figured I'd go to this one. because I have a stack of emails that I've just set aside and haven't even responded to. Yeah, you should probably let me know what those are, see what doubles we have, you know, that sort of thing. Figure it out. You know, it's next week. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck it is. It's the end of next week. Jesus. Well, you laugh. I was invited to go by Sony America and I forgot to get plane tickets, so I'm not going. Oh. Dumbass. <sighs> Oh, nice well. job, Stuart. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <clears throat> let's see. World of Tanks beta goes live on December 4th. Uh, announces open beta, beta weekend and presence at PlayStation Experience. Again, if they knew if they knew they were going to have the beta a different weekend. Anyway, uh, all players who log in during the beta period will receive a PlayStation... Bleh, PlayStation... PlayStation 20th Anniversary Exclusive M22 Locust US Light Tank. Great! So I can't even get the... F- God! Oh, I gotta get remote play set up. Adorned in a tribute PlayStation gray color scheme honoring the original PlayStation along with a special emblem. You've gotta be shitting me. Pre-release bundles will become uh, available in the PlayStation Store, which includes a free T1E6 PSUS Premium Light Tank with exclusive camouflage and four founders packs with special premium tanks available for a limited time. Everybody got all that? Yep. All right, good. And they do say that it is uh, compatible with share play and remote play with optimized controls designed to elevate the handheld experience. That's kind of cool that they're taking time to get that, that custom control scheme for the Vita. And then two limited time exclusive maps will also be making their PlayStation 4 debut during beta. Uh, Ruinberg and Scorpion Pass, the largest World of Tanks maps to date. So that's pretty cool. And this game so, will be a free to play. Obviously, there's going to be a, you know, in game purchases, that sort of thing, but it is a free to play game. So, you, so it does not require PlayStation Plus to play. So you're talking about remote play there? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard today. Some clever guy, but he calls himself Twister. I think he's just announced uh, a, a PC app which lets you remote play your PS4 to a PC. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Huh. Unofficial, obviously. He's obviously. releasing it on the 25th of November. Hmm. So that death's tomorrow. Well, whatever day the podcast comes out, um, and and he's charging six pounds fifty or ten dollars for it. Hmm. Let's see how long it takes them to get his ass kicked. <clears throat> uh, let's see how well that really works. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't sound like a scam. Yeah. Well, the video he's, he's put video out for it, and it seems well, to sure work quite has. well. You know, and it's like, hey, well done. But if you go to his website, 
Um, there isn't actually a video on it, uh-huh. but a couple of UK news sites had a piece about it, and a, he's also doing an Android version as well, which is kind of like, oh, well done. But Remote Player already works on Android. I know. That's what I, I laughed about. <laughs> All you have to do is get the AP, APK and uh, root your... You don't even yeah. have to root your device. You just have to allow unsigned yeah. stuff. Yeah, you can get the APK that was made for the Sony phones. Yeah, it works fine. Because <laughs> actually I've gotten um, a Bluetooth controller for my phone now because I have Samsung's Gear VR coming on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. I think it'll be a fun primer like to get used to it because the, you know, I have the Google Cardboard and I have the headset that Sam made for us. He 3D printed us uh, th- uh, VR headsets with our PS Nation logo on them and everything. Really nice. cool. And... Um, the Gear VR, though, actually, when you plug it in and everything, it has its own motion sensors built in that are, I think, like a thousand refreshes a second. Wow. Because they don't have true head tracking like Oculus and and, uh, and Vive and PlayStation VR. So they're getting around that as much as they can uh, because, the, you know, they don't have the, a thing on the wall for, you know, for yeah. it to triangulate with. And every review so far has been stellar. But I mean, there's limitations. You have to have a Samsung phone, and you have to have certain Samsung phones, or you know, the Note. But uh, Did you say Samsung. Samsung. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody said Samsung. I'm trying not to. I, I'm. It's really dry in my house, and and I've got uh, <laughs> cough drops in, and I'm trying to, not to clack them on my teeth. I'm glad you said cough drops, not cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's only on the weekends, big boy. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, I'm really excited. I've been messing around with the Google Cardboard quite a bit. But there's a limitation. I mean, it works, but it, it there's a limitation. And the cool thing about this, the Gear VR over the innovation editions they had before, uh, is that they have active cooling in it now to try to make sure that the eyepieces don't fog up and uh, pretty good optics, but they've got the, the weight down quite a bit. They've got the weight down to less than a pound. I, I have to say one of the worst things... I've witnessed an experience so far with VR at all is when you've got a room full of people who are playing something on it and you get handed the headset, you put it on, you go, ooh. Well, that's one thing that I was always impressed with with Sony is that they have somebody there to wipe every one of them down. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't, when you've got a PlayStation VR in your studio and people are making stuff for it, well, you that's put it on yeah. and you go, oh, Jesus, my forehead's sweaty with somebody else's sweat. Duh. You did jizz mopper. Yeah. That stuff streaks if you don't clean it up right away. Uh, oh, oh, this guys. is the dirtiest show we've done in how long. It is. It really is. Wow. <laughs> that woman you work with might have to skip this episode. That's why I had to go there. Yeah. Oh. God damn. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I've tried that remote play thing on my, on my GS4. I have not tried it on my GS6 yet, but uh, just because I have, a, I have three Vitas, I don't really need to... And how many PS4s have you got now again? Darth Vader V PlayStation Boy? Four. Yeah. But I use them. Every one yeah. of them is used. Yeah, thanks. I have this one in my office. I have this one. I have one, uh, the 20th anniversary down in my living room. Uh, have, you, have you got my headphones yet, by the way? Mm, no. <laughs> you know, they didn't even send us a new version of those. That's probably because of me harping on so I want a free copy. Um, free uh, I have a, a PS4 at my parents because I'm at my parents enough when I'm helping them out with chores around the house and everything. Because my two stepbrothers, the bastards that they are, have both moved to Phoenix, so I'm left here helping them out. <laughs> and then I've got my uh, the one that I got from Sony uh, at the 
launch that one that's at Rock's house. So I used them all. Yes, I could unhook it and take it with me, but why do I want to be burdened like that? <laughs> See, what people don't know about me is I'm very forgetful. I'm really ridiculously forgetful. And it's very easy for me to forget to take a PS4 with me. Yeah, okay. Rub it in. No, no, I, I'm not rubbing. <laughs> I, I have a job. I can afford it. I bought it. Ugh. It's got fucking Vader on it, man. I've got three games that you can't even download right now, and they're all really good because the PS2 emulation is really good. <laughs> so. Yeah. Somebody is sending me a code for those games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, la di da. Look at Josh. Yeah, that's right. Is is are his initials BP? Uh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> the person that got you the 20th anniversary PlayStation but 4. No. Oh, like he, Big Poppy. Who? He always <laughs> seems to have extra stuff laying around. Yeah, I've been waiting for I've been waiting for some codes for a while now from some we all know at Sony HQ. He's been promising me codes for since September. Wow. And nothing. Aw. I don't think Sony America like him anymore. They ignore me a lot. Well, maybe if you came out to PlayStation Experience when you're invited, they would like you. But yeah, I know. keep turning them down when they invite you over. That uh, I wouldn't say the like, term, well, I turn them Stuart down. Stuart just doesn't want to be around us anymore, so maybe we'll just go on to somebody that does. Well, I don't know. I, t- I SMS him and I call him all the time. He doesn't pick up the phone anymore doesn't email anymore maybe if you didn't claim you had facts and insider information about the, <laughs> the release of the last of us uh, last of us or uh, the, last, the guardian. last guardian. of us on on my brain yeah the last of us Which guardian yeah talk about the later. last of us moving to xbox what what <laughs> you didn't hear that one i know what ben are doing by the way you bastard are they doing the vita version of last of us <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would work on the Vita. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. I'd play it again on the Vita. Oh my god. You can on remote play. <clears throat> oh, he's got you there. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Where were All right, we? Josh, now you can do the story I was going to do. Sorry. Because I'm excited for this. I figured uh, you were. Valkyrie Chronicles. Hey, it's alive. Hey! Um, <laughs> Uh, well, maybe. At least in Japan it is. I mean, they've done several sequels in Japan. Uh, Japan only. Wait, didn't they just do one sequel in Japan? Well, for Japan only? Japan only. Well, yeah, Valkyria Chronicles 3, basically. Yeah. Was yeah. Japan only. Um, so, the original one is getting a remaster for Japan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so far. May or may not come over here. Nobody knows. All we know is that February 10th, it's going to hit Japan. Um, it's probably just a port of the PC version because there was a PC version right. <laughs> that you can get here, actually. I don't know. I saw the screenshots. They look way better than the PC version did. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the The thing is, it was a gorgeous looking game on the PS3 because sure. the the engine they were running and the way they made it look, they made it all look like it was hand-drawn, you know, as it was being played. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, The other thing they have going on is that there is another sequel coming called Valkyria Azure Revolution. Uh, 
that's all we know. <laughs> really. uh, and that it will come in winter 2016 in Japan, of course. And will probably never release here because it's Sega. Yeah, and they hate money, like Konami. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. If you want a chance of this coming over, buy Yakuza 5. And well, you should also buy Yakuza Five because it's an amazing game. Yeah. But buy Yakuza Five, and I'll and I'll say why. Because you have to remember that Sony are actually basically publishing that game over here in the states for Sega. Uh, they took care of the localization. I know for a fact uh, because Sony has a very big uh, localization uh, team. But if Yakuza Five does well enough over here. I think that will open the doors for more of these games that Sega is too afraid to bring over. So, like Yakuza Zero and uh, Valkyrie Chronicles Remaster and that sort of thing. So, I'm not saying it just to bring Valkyrie over because Yakuza Five is awesome and you should buy it. But I think that will probably be one of the best chances we'll ever have of seeing these games over here if Sony mm-hmm. sees enough interest. Well, and Yakuza 5 is another one that I would rather have localized and physical, but that's never going to happen. So, Yeah, I think at this point we should, we should just count our lucky stars that we're getting it yeah. localized. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the cool thing is it sounds like they're not pulling anything out like they did in Yakuza 4. Because Yakuza 4, they yeah. took some of the really Japanese things out of it. And 5 has everything. It just doesn't have English speech. It has English translation and subtitles, which I'm totally fine with. That's what we keep telling everybody. We don't need the voice work. We just need the subtitles. Yeah. We're good. We just want this game. I'm happier with subtitles in yeah. a lot of these games. I don't, it, just like movies, I'd rather have the original <clears throat> voice work and just uh, give me subtitles. I'm fine. Well, plus the voice actors for the Japanese version are really good. <laughs> Even if you can't understand them, they're really good and you get the emotion behind it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited for Yakuza 5. Wish we get a date on it. I have a feeling that may be one of the ones at PSX, and it's available today. I'm talking of one things. day only, <laughs> one <And> day only. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to talk about PSX. Show. We'll do that in a minute, won't we? What's that? We'll talk about PSX in a minute, won't we? Yeah, yeah, we're doing that right after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, Actually, we can do it now. Here. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> PSX. So, who's expecting what? I'm expecting games. <laughs> well, I kind of guessed that Josh. already. You know what Josh is doing, Stuart? He's just letting you and I dig a hole. Yeah. He's just going to well, sit I, back. I can dig, I can, I, I'm going to ask a question now, and it is slightly loaded. Um, have Double Fine announced anything else for PlayStation? Well, we still haven't gotten Day of the Tentacle. Ah, right. Okay, there you go. Which Day is what they announced last year. So, But I do think we're going to see something new this year. So... Day of the Tentacle. Um, I, I heard a really good story from internally at the four-lettered platform holder in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's going to come with something else with it as well. Maniac Mansion? There you go. Yeah, we know. We had that on the podcast like three, four weeks ago. Okay. Phew. Yeah. No, it, it, <laughs> because it's actually hidden in the game, and it was the entire Maniac Mansion game in there, and, and they're actually... I'm only saying few because I know I'm not going to get in shit now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was revealed, like, uh, gosh, okay. three, four weeks ago, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we even had that story in the pod- on the website, I think. Cool. No, that's very exciting. I, so, 
Okay, you're go ahead, Josh. Tell, you're not going to tell everybody about The Last of Us 2? <laughs> I literally know nothing about that because I don't know, I don't know anybody in Naughty Dog. But a, a, uh, one of my, one of my um, actor friends has a very good friend of his that works in Naughty Dog as a senior designer. Mm-hmm. So, and he's been teasing me with stuff. Yeah. And it's like, just stop it. It's going to be a story that I'm in. And then Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. Oh. I, 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 uh, no. Listen to him. Listen to him. <laughs> I got that now. <laughs> His brain just went idle. Well, Seriously. no, it, it, it's because, um, so, I can't even say why Listen this happened, but basically, in the first week of September, I had an email and then a phone call from somebody I know. And then guys at, with dark sunglasses showed up at my door. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that, that was, that was the, the, um, the caliber of the email I received was that kind of, did you tell so-and-so about so-and-so? Uh, no, I didn't. Are you sure? Why? Because somebody in the UK knows about so-and-so. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm not even saying what so and so what the so and so company was, but yeah. So on 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 Red Dead Two, yeah, it, everything I know about that me it tells me now that it's a global project for Rockstar, not just San Diego, right? Um, including North as well. But I but, don't know if I believe that or not. Well, but the thing is, they keep saying that Agent is still happening. Yeah, and they also keep saying that. Well, they did keep saying that GTA Five story stuff was all happening too, <laughs> and I, I still want that to happen because I don't want to play GTA Online for fuck's sake. We tried the heist uh, at the end of Extra Life, and I was so tired I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I kept getting killed. Yeah. I just I want some nice story stuff because I don't like hearing assholes in my ears going, "Shit, the guy, shit, the guy, you yeah. shot me, fucker." That's because you're supposed to play with people that you know, so at least you know who's calling you a fucker. Yeah, but even then, I don't like people calling me a fucker who, no matter who they are. <laughs> that includes up, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want my story stuff in GTA Five because, as, as you guys know, I think I told you before that when the GTA Four story missions came out, I went and bought a 360 just to play the fucking thing. Yeah, and then when I finished it, on 360. Yeah. yeah, and then, then of course, six months later, hey, look, it's come for PS4. There's a surprise. Yep. Fuck. Or PS3, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> well, I have so, both now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I sold my Xbox when I finished playing them. <laughs> then the PS3 version came out and they had more music in it, so I was happier. Indeed. Yeah. So, Rockstar, if you're listening, please hurry the fuck up with GTA 5 story stuff. <laughs> They're not listening. I know. Anytime they get to the point where they know we exist, the person leaves. <laughs> no, Hamish is still there. Well, no, I, it's, I mostly deal with U.S. barely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what else yeah, do you think yeah. you're going to see, Josh? What do you want to see? Me? Yeah. I have no idea. You have no I want to see Rhyme. I have no idea. Rhyme. Rhyme, huh? Rhyme. I don't know where that's at right now. Well, it can't be that far away. I know that uh, Raul mentioned to me a few weeks ago that they were doing some user testing. Oh, so maybe that means we'll see it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I, I, th- be I kinda... do think we're going to see Last of Us do something because Uncharted Four is right around the corner. 
and they kind of want to, you know, get people thinking about their next game. But the thing is, I'm still not convinced that they should do Last of Us 2. I, th- I think if they do it from a different person's perspective, they could do something pretty well with it. But you know where they could do it? And I I have Last of Us on the brain because I watched, I'll just say it now, I saw a thread on NeoGAF about teens react to Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, well, you know, I just want to see what they thought about that opening, the ep- you know, the prologue, yeah. basically. Uh, and I watched that part and thought, well, actually, these kids are pretty interesting because, like, a couple of them had never played a game before at all. Right. Um, so I skimmed through the episodes, um, you know, to the good parts because I played the game already multiple times. And it really it made me want to go back and play the game again. And now I'm really thinking I, I want to go back and play the full game through again. Oh my God. But as I was going through it, um, actually, one of, the, one of the best things I saw, because when I got to the end of it, um, I saw, like, elders react to Last of Us. Right? <laughs> the same thing, which is just old people, and they just gave them the prologue. Uh, best part of it, though, I mean, it was, it was not that good, but the best part of it, one of the old ladies, you know, you have the opening scene. And Sarah is there on the couch asleep and Joel comes in and she gives him the watch and everything. And then she falls back to sleep and he picks her up and takes her upstairs. Well, when she falls back to sleep and they, the camera shows her like that, one of the old ladies goes up, oh, she's back to sleep. So everything that happens after this now is a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it. I was like, oh, my gosh, she cracked the code. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Nobody ever caught on to that. This whole thing was a dream. Yeah. And Last of Us 2, she's going to wake up and say, Daddy, I just had the weirdest dream. <laughs> and, and then the world's going to go to shit. Wow. <laughs> and you're going to play I through that, she, that 20 years of shit. <laughs> I bet she loved Dallas when Je- when um, Bobby Hewing <laughs> fell and hit his head in the shower. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant though Um, but no just going through all that what they could do for a sequel if they wanted is go through that section of time there that 20 years that they skipped where the world starts to go to shit yeah, and the rise of the fireflies and everything and they could if you know I, th- I think that could definitely work. It does. It doesn't have to be. I think it would actually be pretty groundbreaking if they actually more of Tommy's story. Actually, you know, they could Maybe. do it from Tommy's perspective as the world falls apart and Joel is a mess, and you know, yeah. I, I thing is, and this this is why I don't want to the Last of Us sequel because it was so left field when it came out for Naughty Dog. It was a new IP. It was such a groundbreaking story and experience Mm -hmm. that I think to do a sequel would be to do a disservice to what it was, what it meant. And I kind of think they should do something else new. Yeah. Another one-off new. Yeah. It it definitely has the potential to kind of water down the original. Definitely. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, the original is that good that even, you know, just watching it, I thought, wow, I really, really want to go through this whole thing again and experience it. And I want to do what I kept talking about. And I 
I think I will now. I've convinced myself. Um, play right through till the thing happens where you drop the um, yeah the left behind right into the middle of it. You know, it, it's the end of a chapter, and then left behind comes in. You play that whole thing, and then pick up the next chapter in the main story. You know, I want to play it through continuity-wise, the way it was supposed to be. Sure. With the DLC right. they added, basically. Um, just to see how well it fits and how cool it is to, to go through it like that. Because, man, it's such a good story. It's such good writing, such good it acting. Is? Oh, everything about it. I love that game. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> it's, it's weird, though, because... And... I mean, I, historically, I love Naughty Dog games, and I love Last of Us. The only problem I had around the whole Last of Us thing was that Naughty Dog kind of lost a bit of how humble they used to be, and certain members of the team kind of got quite egotistical publicly about yeah things, and that bothered me. Um, it's a shame. Because I've got I've got a lot of time for Naughty Dog, and I, you know Kristoff used to be an old Atari ST demo scene programmer when right. I was one as well, so I knew him from those days. Nice. So it, it's yeah to see how he and you know Evan have come up and you know, run the studio now, and you know, and to see some people come in who have not been there for overly long and suddenly think that they save Naughty Dog or they were the second coming of Naughty Dog kind of bothered me without naming any names we yeah. can all know who yeah. I'm talking oh, about yeah, though I agree <laughs> and that bothered me and that's kind of another reason I don't want them to do Last of Us 2 hmm. but there you go mm. yeah I, I, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of promise with it though um, oh, don't get me wrong. I I'd like to see is. something new from Naughty Dog, or maybe even them go back and maybe do something new with like a Jack and Daxter or something. But I, I no, I, I don't think fine. you can go back. I don't think they can go. back. I agree. I agree. And I also don't think. And this, is, I, I think, you know, they've kind of hinted that. Well, they said probably Uncharted Four's last Uncharted game from them. Well, yeah, but whether it is or whether it isn't. I don't know. And I don't think they can turn Last of Us into another Uncharted franchise. No, no I don't I don't can't. think they could either. No. You know? So I think they need to be doing something new right now which is going to dovetail from Uncharted Four into a new franchise. I think I think the one thing they need to do with Naughty Dog is not let them do a VR game. Oh Jesus, yeah. I think they need to they need well, to stay VR's focused also on the other stuff and, and Naughty Dog you don't wanna I don't want to say waste their talents on VR, but there's a lot. They say there's like 200 developers working on games for PlayStation VR right now. I mean, say what you will. Well, we are. But yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, I'll, though. But I think a lot of those projects will never get finished. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, there's stuff that we, we, we've done two or three prototypes already. Yeah. Um, and there's one project we are doing, um, which I think has already been announced. So I'll talk about this volume coda. For, yeah, yeah. For Mike that, was, that was a pretty big. Uh, Surprise. So we're, yeah, so we're doing that. Um, but at the same time, though, I don't think Sony 
are putting enough legs into VR yet because it, I think it is a niche thing. You know, I think it's going to be a select few people are going to buy it in, you know, in proportional terms of the total user base. So to put Naughty Dog on something like that, I think is is a, the wrong thing to do right. from a business point of view. Anyway, I think they'll I think they'll keep all of their quote unquote like third party dev or uh, uh, like the AAA devs out of that. I think yes. you won't see anything VR from Sucker Punch. You won't see it from Naughty Dog. You won't see it from Santa Monica. No, I mean you, they might add a mode to a game right, right. with it, but it will not be a VR only product. Um, yeah, I agree. All right, I'm gonna spoil something now. Uh oh. Front row. The end of Uncharted 4. <laughs> Drake releases some crazy thing which turns into Cordyceps virus and dovetails right into the beginning of The Last of Us, essentially. <laughs> and that's how they tie those franchises together and go out and say, Uncharted's done. And then, because the world is dead, essentially. And then the girl work, wakes up. It's all a dream. Well, this is this is why they had that sort of spoiler in Uncharted Three. That was setting the stage for it. They were telling you. They, I, they... I, well, I had another thing here, right? Oh boy! And that was the fact that the recent compendium on PS4 is a Nathan Drake collection. Yeah, I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. So the next one after this one's going to be Uncharted. Somebody else. Well, it might be yeah. his brother. I thought that for a while because that's but Troy bro- Baker, and yeah. But his brother is older than he is. Well, Sully's older, and he's been in all the games. Yeah, but he's a sidekick at, at best. But you do the younger version of his brother. You know, go back and do story like like Indiana Jones and the and uh, not the Crystal Skull. Oh, <laughs> how dare you, the, sir? Uh, the uh, last the crusade. No, the second one. Temple of Doom. With Temple of Doom, which was suddenly a prequel. To, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought you were talking Davis about when he was a kid Star. with River was Phoenix. It? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Temple of Doom was a prequel. Yeah, in the timeline. My mind is just been blown. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Holy yep. shit. At that the was, Obi-Wan Kenobi bar at the beginning. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the big deal when it came out. Everybody was like, wait, it's a prequel? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I never knew that. Yep. <clears throat> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and watch them in order, in proper order. (laughs) I'm going to have to mention this now because uh, who's who's got Star Wars Day One tickets? Me, me. (laughs) What what showing are you seeing? Midnight. Uh, Thursday night at seven o'clock. Friday at midnight is the only chance I'm going to get to see it. What day does it come out there? Eighteenth. Yeah, but they're doing showings on on the seventeenth. Because you know it comes out here on the 17th, right? I thought it came out there like a week before. No, no, 17th, day yeah. before. Yeah, so, I have, uh, we, have, we have to drive two hours. Rock and I are going to an IMAX 3D showing where I used to live last year in Madison. Okay, going so... Going 10 minutes up the road to a IMAX 3D. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were going to see the midnight showing, mm-hmm. uh, but then they put an age restriction of 18-year-olds, oh. so I can't take my son to it. Oh, that's bullshit. So we've we've booked him for the nine fifteen in the morning first showing. Nice, that's cool. <laughs> and then the two thirty in the afternoon IMAX showing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think well because we're going to be so far from Rock's place. Uh, I have all these free nights from Hotels dot com. Yeah. So we got a room, and then we're going to go see it again on that Friday. I have to look for tickets for Friday. They haven't started selling them for Friday yet there, but so we're we're literally um, we've got this so at nine fifteen, two two hours twenty minutes or two hours fifteen minutes at last. Yeah. 
then we got Five Guys for lunch. Then we got IMAX in the afternoon. You are hooked on Five Guys, man. <laughs> I know. Wow. The thing is, I've been in five times in the past two months, and three times I've been playing Rush. <laughs> so now he's never going to stop. Oh, going. God. Uh, fucking A. <laughs> Bear in mind, you never um, hear Rush in the UK. And we do hear it on some crazy radio station at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, but that's because Five Guys is a, an American company. and I know. They're probably piping I know, but in. But still, though, but it's just like walking in here. And yeah, I'm sitting there eating a burger. And I say, da 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 And I'm going, I recognize that. <laughs> Holy shit, it's limelight. You know? And then nice. next time we're in, fucking hell, Spirit Radio, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> then the next time it's close to the heart, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyhow. It's it's funny. I've been I was I don't know why today I was thinking about the original Star Wars and that I had seen it I think it was about twenty two times before it hit video. Wow. Which at the time I mean you could only see it in the Wait, theater. How old are you? I'm 40, what year is it? 45. <laughs> Same age as me. So yeah. you're born in 70. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's good going. Well, but that was the thing. Like, I mean, well, you know what it was like back then. You saw well, yeah, it in the theater and then you had to wait for maybe a year or two for it to show up. Well, here's up. the thing. Here's the thing, right? Because I, I was living in Africa at the time, but we used to come back to Scotland for summer vacations and it actually didn't release in the UK until May 78. Wow. So you guys had it a year before we did. Oh, my gosh. And uh, my mum's my dad, my granddad, took me to see it in, in the, the cinema, which is no longer there. It's been bulldozed now, up in Paisley, Scotland. And we came out of there, and the first thing I said when we came out was, can we see it again? And we went back the next day and saw it again. Yeah. And that was my mind was Blown completely, so that's kind of why I want to take Elliot to see the new one on day one. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's a Star Wars geek like I am. Obviously, nice. he's never seen the film as many times as I have. Uh, but the fact that he's nine years old and loves Star Wars and has never seen one in the theaters because when the last one came out, it wasn't he wasn't born. He wasn't even thought of. Yeah, yeah. So, so to take him on launch day, launch day, geez, um <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's going to be cool, and I just I really do hope we're not calling him Jar Jar Abrams the week after. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we won't be. I, I, won't be. <sighs> I know we won't, and I have faith. But then again, for fuck's sake, I had faith that Phantom Menace was going to be good. <sighs> See, it's it's funny because I, with my son, it's going to be a couple of years. You know, we'll be lucky if we get to episode nine with him in the theater. How old is he? He's three, three and a half. Has he watched them yet? No. Oh, wow. Because I, I've been holding off because I want, you know, I, I, I can't quite figure out when is the right time because. No, because Elliot's first saw him when he was three. But he gets scared at, at some of the, at some of the things like, it's funny. He watched, I don't know how he found it or gravitated <laughs> to it, but he's, he got into Monsters, Inc., Wow. Like two. And he yeah. loved it. And he he watched it nonstop for months. And then all of a sudden he stopped and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm scared. And I'm like, wait, wow. <laughs> how did that happen? And suddenly yeah. he was scared of the monsters because I guess suddenly 
Well, there's that bit of course it when, a little bit better. Well, there's also that, that bit as well where um, uh, James Coburn's character does the big roar. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and but, but it's yeah, and that, yeah. He gets scared of uh, are there monsters in my closet? Now he's starting to talk like that, yeah. worry about things like that. Well, the thing is because and the thing is he's right in a way because that whole movie is centered around that whole thing of scam on Sunday bedroom in your closet. Yeah, yeah. Know, where Star Wars has a couple of things which could be deemed as scary, but th- there's nothing to tie it with the reality that he knows. That's true. If you follow what I mean. Yeah, you know? that's I mean, true. Like, I mean, the weird thing about Elliot was he he watched he watched News three because he was sick and tired of watching the damn Wiggles. Thankfully, <laughs> um, but you know, he Elliot his first video game he played was Pirates of the Caribbean Lego. Mm-hmm. Because he saw the fucking movies, yeah, and he he was, I wouldn't say he was scared, but he, he you know he hid behind me a little bit and his mom a little bit, but it it didn't disturb him, for mm-hmm. want of a better word. So I think he should be okay with Star Wars. Maybe I'll try it soon. I mean, see, and that's the thing we've played enough. He's seen some Lego Star Wars stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. seen we've. We've done the Disney Infinity three yeah. Star Wars, and he knows the characters. He loves Yoda. You know, he knows a lot of the characters and everything. But the funny thing is, when we're playing, and we're playing uh, Twilight of the Republic, and right. the stormtroopers are there, and he's like, "Are those good guys?" Or I'm like, "Well, yeah, they're good guys now." Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> at that point, the they thing. are. <laughs> Here's the weird thing, right, with a new film. How much of Kylo Ren are they showing around and then toys and stuff, and the kids actually gravitating towards Kylo as being yeah. the cool dude? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's been I, a bit of a weird revelation. Until they see him take out younglings. Well, but yeah. we, all thought, <laughs> we all thought Darth Vader was – I mean, we knew because there were no toys until yeah. that, that, that Christmas. Um, yeah. But leading up to that, you know, we all wanted the Darth Vader toy because he yeah. was scary and he was badass, but he was he was badass, you know? Yeah. Um, so so a few weeks ago when I was in Madison, Josh, mm-hmm. we actually ended up watching episode four and five with the kids. We had five kids in there. Or four kids. And they ranged from around ten down to five. And they all handled it wonderfully. Well, yeah, I mean, five years old, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Three and a half. I don't even. You know, I think a lot of it'll just go right over his head. Most of it will, yeah. But I mean, he's used to the characters from the games you played and everything. So I think yeah. he might actually, <laughs> he might actually accept Darth Vader a little bit easier than like when I did when I saw it in the theater when I was almost six. You know. Yeah. So. Mm. It's yeah. It's one of those things. I've been I've been trying to find the right moment, and I'm thinking I was thinking it would be more when he's like four or five. But I'm like, he, he has to see them before he goes to school school, because at that point, all the kids are going to be like, Star Wars, Star Wars. And he'll be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And my kid's not going to be like, Star Wars, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to interrupt and, and wind us back an hour. Okay. Okay. Because I've just heard that Sony have indeed got Kojima. Are you serious? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were joking about that before we recorded. I know. <laughs> so that wow. could be a thing. We'll see what happens, I guess. Well, didn't they say his non-compete was due up in December? 
Well, and yeah, and, and the funny thing PSX? is that's on stage at PSX. So. I was that, I was going to say that I was going to that was going to be one of my predictions is Kojima was going to walk out on stage at PSX. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's 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 one of those word of mouth rumors, but oh, it would be interesting. And let's just say rumor for now because you know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. PS Nation and, and Justin Waters CEO Stuart Gilray have confirmed. <sighs> Yeah. It comes again. Get ready. I'll just well email Alyssa now. Yeah. now. yeah. No, I, 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 I honestly, like, the, the guy has mentioned to me. He says he basically just said that um, he's heard various rumblings that it could have could happen. So, I don't see any way else it would happen because Konami is, is crap anyway, and there's no way he's ever going to go back to them. Who else really would he work with in Japan? Okay, so that's number one. Number two, it's a pretty well known fact that Kojima pretty much hates Microsoft. Well, yeah, and I don't see so, him working with a Western company like EA or well, Activision. That leaves him right to Nintendo store. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I mean, a game of his has yeah. a couple of his games have come out on Nintendo platforms. Yes, but as intense Recently? as those games, huh? <laughs> recently, well, that's another uh, thing as well. Actually, Norman Reedus didn't Norman Reedus say recently as well that he's. You can see him, Kojima, and Del Toro doing something at some point anyway. Yeah, Del Toro's been talking about it again, that he wants to do something with, with him, even though... So uh, who else has got the clout backing and exactly. ability to do that? Exactly. Microsoft or Sony. Actually, aren't his movies on Sony Pictures? Probably. Yeah. That doesn't matter, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it Sony helps. talks to, to itself. Right. So let's think here. Let's hypothesize again. <laughs> what Uh-oh. Sony IP Ooh. could could they resurrect? Crash Bandicoot <laughs> sold. Hideo Kojima presents. Uh, how about Fatal Frame? That's not Sony, though, is it? Yeah, it is. I thought it was another a third party Japanese studio. I thought it was no. I thought it was no. uh, Japan I studio. Think, and I think they published it. I don't think they developed it. Hmm. Wasn't it from software back in the day? Oh, uh, might be. Yeah. Oh no, let's see. Uh, survival horror game series created and primarily developed by Koei Tecmo. Tecmo. There you okay. Go. Oh, I yeah. thought that was Sony. Eh. Tecmo. No, no. So huh. There you go. See. Did they do Siren though? Yes. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yes, they did. Siren. <laughs> PS4 with, with Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> um, wow, maybe that's a good question. Maybe they'll put him on uh, <clears throat> Gran Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Oh, I know. Last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start it over. We got Kojima. Let's start that over again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, dear. How about... Now, um, Damn it, I had something in my head and I lost it. Shit. Dark Cloud. Ooh. But that's... I don't think that's Sony either, is it? No, I know. I'm just making it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm, in, I'm in a very contemplative state right now, so stuff's going to go right over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, How about... I'm scrolling through my PlayStation. <laughs> Jumping Flash. Oh, yeah, I never had a story. That'd be funny <laughs> with him in it. All these flashbacks and shit. See, jumping flash. It's flashbacks. For the, for the most ridiculous stuff. Destruction Derby. Well, put him on a put him on a siphon filter series. 
Siphon filter is pretty popular, man. In America. Yeah, but it, it, now if you have Kojima connected, they could go into the story a lot more and it could get all messed up. Put them on a new SOCOM game. I know Stuart would love that. Oh. A, and all the SOCOM people would be pissed too because there's a story in a SOCOM game. They just want the multiplayer. That's all they want. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, I, just, I can just see Kojima. Well, I mean, the thing is, you have to think. That he's got something else in mind. He, he, you know, how many times did he say, "I'm done with Metal Gear. I'm done with Metal Gear," and then they would bring him back. He's got to have something else in mind that he wants to yeah. work on. Yeah, I mean, PT. And the thing is, and the reason I, I think this Sony thing could be a thing is because, you know, MGS was PS One, MGS Two was PS Two. Yeah, he's always been faithful to Sony, and I think if someone said to him, you know, it's it's. Kojima or Sony, and he went. Well, not Kojima, I'm a Konami anymore. It's it's Sony. Yeah, I I've been thinking for months that ever since all this stuff started happening, I, I honestly can only really see him going to Sony or retiring. <laughs> I don't see him retiring. Though. No, I don't. He, he seems to really have a lot that he wants to do. Now. Stuff. I don't see yeah. it happening. So. Um, so I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll hear about a new IP from Kojima at PSX. Twisted Metal. <laughs> Twist of metal. I don't think Jeffy would be happy with that. Unless he gets to work point, with him. He'd probably, quote, quote, come in his own pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been saying it for a long time that I think that any, if he's going to go anywhere, it's going to be Sony. <gasps> yeah, I mean, even if he started his own studio up, I think it'd still be published by Sony. Well, I could see them doing something like they did with, you know, with Naughty Dog or. Uh, with Sucker Punch or with uh, um, the guys that did the Order eighteen eighty six, um, Goddess of War starts to sound a little bit more plausible. <laughs> yeah, you <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. Uh, Played by Quiet. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Jiggly boobies. Yeah, <laughs> boobs. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I, I. But I mean, I've been hearing that rumbling for a while too. Like that should happen. That should happen. Yeah, but, it, it's it's the most obvious. But then again, as we know in this industry, the most obvious isn't always the right answer. Well, I mean, but where else would he go? Seriously. He wouldn't go to Sega. Because Sega couldn't afford him. Does Sega exist anymore? Not, not really. I Down mean, here, well, they do. Chronicles. But, um, well, they're going to make <laughs> mobile <laughs> games now, like Konami. Um, Chronicles. Very, yeah, it's not really his style. That'd be, be funny. Game. Kojima. No, I'm saying Sega is doing that. Sega yeah. does, sort of exists still. But he wouldn't go to Tecmo Koei. He wouldn't go to Bando, uh, Bandai Namco. Um, I mean, what else is there nowadays? Capcom? There's no fucking Capcom. way. Capcom. Huh? Square? I don't see him working well at Square. The way no. I hear that company's run. Um, no. Yeah, I just don't... I don't interesting if maybe he went to go work with from software but i think he wants to be i mean he's had his own studio for how long but then again he might like welcome break from yeah. doing that yeah definitely and just being a guy making a game rather than a guy running a studio making a game yeah very true well if you really want a sony franchise that he could fit into oh boy uh, sly cooper <laughs> <laughs> oh no i've got an ape escape <laughs> <laughs> <Escape>. <laughs> 
Well, think about it. How many oh, times this... has Ape Escape been appeared in, in Metal Gear 2 and 3? That's true. That's very true. <laughs> he's a fanboy. He's an Ape Escape fanboy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Maybe he'll, he'll do PlayStation All-Stars Battle, Battle Royale too. <laughs> Free to play. Royale with cheese? Yeah. I don't know how to get a Burger King. Uh, yeah, so there you go. There's there's the big rumor. It's funny that you brought that up, though, because I was actually going to say that. <laughs> Were you going to say that anyway? I, I was. I was going to say, I, I think Kojima's going to go to Sony. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I, I just, it would be kind of cool to see him at PSX, because that lines up with what everyone says about his non-compete finishing December. Yeah. But it's also the fucking shortest non-compete I've ever heard of in this Well, industry. but didn't the event essentially fire him? A non-compete? That's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, usually non-competes are, are 12 months. Yeah, well, you know. but he's got a lot of power. Who knows, maybe Sony bought him out of it. Well, that is going to be the Last Guardian Final Fantasy VII Shenmue Three moment at PSX. There you go. When Kojima walks on stage. Yeah, creative director for Worldwide Studios or something. <laughs> Quick, what's shooting? Is he resigned? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, she was his boss. That'd be interesting. <clears throat> that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you think, Stuart? What else do you think we're gonna hear? I mean, because we heard way more at PSX last year than any of us except expected. Well, yeah, because I don't think any of us thought it was gonna be as big an event as it actually ended up being. Well, we were saying we didn't know how many people were gonna show up. A lot of people showed up to it. Uh, personally. I do think that less people are going to show up this year because it's in San Francisco, which is way more expensive than Vegas. Yes. And a little bit tougher to get to than Vegas. But there are a lot of people who live in the San Francisco area. But but the thing is, the difference with that one is it's a lot of people in the game industry. And that's not really who the focus is. There's a lot of people who live it. in the San Francisco area. I get it. General, but, regular people. But I think they, they're they going to have a much more diverse crowd if they have it in Vegas. Do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. The thing is, right, <clears throat> yeah, Vegas, whilst is relatively cheap to get to from inside the States, if you're coming from outside the States, it's more expensive. To get to them is to get San Francisco, but it's over double per night to stay in San Francisco than it is in Vegas on average. Uh, we, uh, really? It is trust me because when I came across GDC in two thousand nine, my hotel was fifty bucks a night, and it's a good hotel. I don't know where the fuck you found that. Uh, the the God, what's it called? Just off of Union Square. I don't. I want to say Gramercy, but it's not Gramercy. Holy shit. Um, opposite the Francis Drake, or the fuck it's called. Yeah, yeah, I know where you were at. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was four, uh, 54 bucks a night. Wow. You're going to have to remind me of that place if I go to GDC this year. Yeah. Because <clears throat> where I stayed last time when I went to GDC a couple of years ago, I pretty much thought I was going to get uh, robbed at any second. Well, I did kind of get robbed because when I go back to my U- the UK, I find out my bank card had been cloned. Oh, lovely. Yeah. No, I... Uh, oh. I stayed right by the uh, the tenderloin, and the internet never worked in the place. So I never got any writing done. Um, oh, Joe, the funniest thing was though, the network was so solid yeah. that everybody came to Wi Fi, and we could see everybody's fucking Mac iTunes library. So oh, I was Jesus. just downloading tunes like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's people with Macs that don't know how to lock shit down. Yeah, exactly. Idiots. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll never stay at that remember, motel again. Hang on a second. Huh? Remember Noby Noby Boy? I do. Yes. They just it, reached Pluto. Oh, no shit. You're kidding. Wow. 2,468 days from the start. Wow. Wow. Pluto. His new game looks pretty interesting. I saw it at PAX. Awesome. Yeah, with Robin. Yeah. That looks, it looks different. Yeah. I wanted to talk to him, but he was pretty busy. He had a big crowd around him all the time. You should ask Robin if, he can, if she can get a meeting with him for you. Probably could. Probably could. Uh, let me think. Because there was something I thought we were going to hear about. I do actually think that we're going to hear about another LucasArts game. That'd be cool. Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure which one we uh, I think it'll probably be Sam and Max at the road. Which is one of my favorites that they did. It's just hilarious. Have they done full throttle? I don't know if they'll do full throttle because full throttle was probably the lowest in terms of like how it was received. It was a good game, but it was really short. Actually. I think I got through the a, game in four hours. Here's a weird one. And I don't know why it came to mind, but I saw it li- somebody mentioned it today on Facebook. The fate of Atlantis. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Because Fate of Atlantis is, oh my God, such a great one. That was the movie they should have made fourth time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be, be interesting. Yeah. I really, I'm, I'm very, uh, I, I hold Sam and Max hit the road. A special place in my heart. I just love that game. So I actually like that better than Day of the Tentacle. What I'd love to see is a really old Lucas game from the 80s, like Cronus Rift. Or The Dig. Or TIE Fighter. Oh, TIE Fighter. Oh, my God. Or X-Wing. Or X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Well, (laughs) X-Wing versus TIE Fighter... I hate... The only thing I hate about X-Wing versus TIE Fighter is they made you use MSN for any online play. Right. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're going to do that this time. No, no, no. no. But so I always had this. I played it a lot, and I was actually very high on the on the leaderboards quite a bit. But it always kind of pushed me away a little bit because I, I hated MSN, and I hated that they made me use it. But I mean, X Wing and Tie Fighter both are just outstanding games. And X Wing versus Tie Fighter, we finally got really nice textures, and and I mean this big bump in, in graphics. Mm-hmm. Did so. you? I don't know if you guys have seen this in the states. Did you guys get the Namco arcade the game, the new one, the um, uh, Star Wars Battle Pod thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, we played it. What do you think? Honestly, it's, it's pretty awesome. But it's but it's on rails. I mean, it it actually yeah, plays for you a little bit. I I, I wished it wasn't on rails because if you think about the original Star Wars arcade game, the vector graphics. Yeah. Yeah. You could go anywhere. Not really. No, you couldn't. Well, no. Okay, let me because it would actually the towers you took out on the surface would regenerate. So you would just keep looping if you kept going right or left. Yeah. Yeah. If you just kept going right, it would just loop, and all the ones you'd taken out are already gone still, and the ones you had to take out were still there. Yeah, but what I mean is, you never got the feeling that if you were steering left and the ship was flying right, like it doesn't battle pod. True. That really kind of ruined it for me. It didn't. No, we, we. So when we had our E3 meetup this year, we did it out at that round one arcade again. 
and right. they had the battle pods, I spent probably thirty bucks on it. I just kept playing <laughs> it. I kept playing it over and over. I I could not stop playing it. So where I'm going with this is, what about a PlayStation Four version of that? Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> well, it's it's Namco. I mean, yeah, exactly. It could That's definitely awesome. happen. I mean, it would lose something because you're not sh- you're not shoved up up in the middle of this big. You well, know, you, you say they that. On more they already have. They already have. Because in my local arcade, they had two battle pods and two side by side regular arcade. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, uh, and literally the that. funny thing about it was because two like you know the old um, outrun style cabinets where you had two seats. Yeah, it was just like those with you know the the, the stick and stuff. But there was actually a great network cable hanging between the two machines. <laughs> <laughs> So you know the fact it's got the, the multiplayer has got networking in it. Oh, so, I would love that. Play yeah. that on my big plasma. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes, I agree. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think we're gonna. I, I'm sure we're finally gonna see some more on um, on uh, um, uh, Shadow of the Beast because that was kind of absent well, of E3. Well, it's out end of January, so yeah. Sure. So I think they're finally gonna show that and have people play it here in the U.S., which. Uh, hasn't been a thing really. Well, that no one's played it in Europe because it wasn't at Gamescom. I don't right. think. I don't think it was. No, and it wasn't at Paris Games Week, as far as I know. Yeah. Well, that's not true. It was behind the closed doors and, because press were doing some filming and showing it and stuff. Oh, okay. But it was very, very limited, though. <laughs> it's funny. I did an interview for that, and I never got a hold of any B-roll, so I never put the interview up because I didn't have anything to shove in there. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I could never get a hold of anybody to get B-roll. Um. I mean, it's an exciting game. What it was at E3, I thought it still needed a lot of work, but there was definitely something there, and, and it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I saw the in the last trailer they released a couple weeks ago. Um, there's a bit where you see the, the grass fields, parallax and the trees and stuff, and I thought, actually, that look, does look how my brain saw it in 91. Nice. On the Amiga. Yeah. But obviously not. It's all... All one real powered now, so that looks kind of cool. So I'm, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get it. Day well, one. I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm excited for it. And it seems like the team really knows kind of what they're working from, you know, and, and what the what the original held. But they're definitely well, making a deeper game, thank God. Well, they, I mean, the guys that are making it, they they said that they were trying to kind of reignite the memories they had from '91, but under today's gaming environment. Yeah. So well, I mean, let's be honest. The original Shadow of the Beast was outstanding in terms of the graphics and the music. Yeah. It lacked ridiculously in the gameplay. Oh Jesus! Sure. I mean, I go back and play it on my Turbo Graphics, which is the, pretty much the same as the Amiga game. Yeah, and it's pretty bad. I mean, I could get yeah. through that game even back then. I could get through that game. I think about forty minutes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just punch, punch, kick, kick, punch, punch, and I mean, there was no, <laughs> what, there was no interaction. Parappa. What's that? That's what, easy Parappa. Yeah. That's what we both said at the same time. Jesus. But I mean, punch, there wasn't punch, even kick. any type of interaction between you and the object you were you were punching or kicking. You know, it was really stiff. Yeah. So to see that they're doing something more with the gameplay is, is really cool to me. I mean, they actually have a combat system in it and, you know. And there's a lot of, um, uh, like, when you when you attack a, a, a an enemy, instead of just being up to... 3D characters being punched and one flying out of the way because something hit him in the area. The the combat is kind of animation joins together. Yeah, so they actually go through moves together. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, no, I mean it's a it's a pretty deep combat system they're putting into it, uh, and, yeah. and and that's not just saying deep compared to the old game. They're, I mean they're pretty. They're, well, they, I mean tons because we we spoke to those guys what a year ago about it. Yeah, a little bit more, and they said that, that was the biggest problem they had with the version they did at the time. They couldn't get the combat system to work properly. Right. In terms of the animations, because what they would do is they have two separate characters which are got their own rigs and everything, and then when the point they start fighting the switch those two characters off and basically fire up a single pre-baked animation of mm. the combat and then back out again to the separate characters and they couldn't get it working and they mm. were asking us for some help um but yeah mm. i haven't seen i haven't seen anything of it since whatever so i haven't seen it since e3 i got to play yeah. it at e3 and and that was about it um yeah because they haven't had it at anything since no which in some respects, concerns me. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's kind of been at that point where it's that it's that that tipping point where you don't really want it to show it to anybody because you have to break a lot of things to make them work at the end. Yes. A lot of times, that's what I've heard. Yes, and I do. think that's where it was. It, it's In fact, before you did that Sony submission, everything goes to shit for two weeks or so before it. Right, right. That's what I've heard. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I hope we see some actual. Uh, in-game stuff from Gran Turismo Sport. I think that would be amazing. Um, uh, obviously, I don't think it'll be playable, but I would love to see some in-engine stuff happening uh, to take some of the wind out of the sails of some of the other racing games out there. Uh, I think, don't you think they're kind of competing straight with um, uh, Drive Club? No. No, because Drive Club is still an arcade You know, okay. It's not a simulation at all. I mean, it's a gorgeous game, and... And uh, now they're doing Drive Club for VR, which is I can't wait to see that because yeah. you know the game runs at 30 frames. So are they going to upgrade the the regular game to 60 now? Because they're running the the VR one at 120, and they're down converting it for the two eyes. Yeah, well, they have to. I mean, for VR to work properly in PlayStation, you kind of need to have 90 to 120. Right, and and they've been preaching 90 as a minimum. Yeah, uh, but. You know, they had always said that the engine was doing so much that even on PS4, they could only do 30 frames consistently. But at the same time, it was supposed to be a launch title. Obviously, that didn't happen. <clears throat> but, you know, they kept saying that they couldn't keep consistent 60 frames in that engine. So now have they been able to – they've had some time. Have they been able to tweak it enough now that they can maybe upgrade the full game to 60? Because I'll be honest, that game at 60 frames I think would melt my retinas. I'll ask them. You should. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm curious because obviously they're they're doing something to get it working at that frame rate in VR. But are they taking some things out of it to make it run that that well? I, I I'm really curious. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I will ask because because yeah. somebody who worked we worked with six seven years ago is working on it. So nice. No, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm obviously that's one of the big things is we're going to see a lot of VR at PSX, and uh, we've got already, I think, two appointments for some VR titles, and and I'm, I know more are going to roll in. And you know, it's funny every time to see it. You know, from the first time I saw it at GDC to then at E3 to yeah. to now, I think you always see this nice big incre- incremental increase. And now that they kind of know what oculus is doing especially with their touch controller and everything yeah to see if they're going to make any moves because i ran into anton at e3 and i asked him about well what about move two man he just laughed so i'm I'm curious yeah that would be an interesting one um 
trying to think of what else we might see. We're going to see a shitload of indies like last time. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the thing is, I hope because obviously it's going to do a press event again, you know, yeah, a press yeah. conference thing. Yeah. So it's you know you're talking two hours worth of show, hopefully, and that. So what what they're going to have to fill in for two hours worth? You know, bear in mind that Vita E3 Vita six Vita. months ago. Yeah, Vita Vita Vita. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'd be. I, I think if we see anything, we'll see a sizzle reel for, for the Vita. We'll never see one actually on stage unless they want to show off the new colors. No, that'll no. That'll be Kojima, oh. the creative director of the Vita. Oh no, he'll be doing. He'll be doing. Uh, that was that game in DS, the vampire one. He'll be doing that in Vita. Vampire one. Yeah, Castlevania. That, it was, no, 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 no. The oh, one that had the, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the. Oh, cold and cold. Uh, you lost me on that one. Oh, I'll have to Google that shit quick one last. You've already got up, Josh. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I think what we've learned from all this is that it's been confirmed that Kojima will be taking over the Parappa franchise. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now, will we but, ever see if 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 Kojima actually goes to Sony? Will we ever see Sony get uh, uh, fuck Snake as an appearance in any game from then on? You know, like he was in PlayStation All Stars, and we see him here and there. Do you think or Konami would just say "fuck you"? You, you know, but I mean, you know, they were the ones that kind of got rid of Konami, Kojima. Are yeah, they going to have Sour Konami, Grapes still? I don't think they'd even know that he was there. They seem to <laughs> Too busy be making mobile games, yeah, and soccer. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Konami! I really hope Konami like just sells off all the Hudson Soft stuff they bought, so maybe somebody else can get a hold of the turbo graphics slash PC engine stuff and do something with that. That would be and, outstanding. And the other game was Boktai on DS. Oh, I remember hearing about that one. Yeah. So maybe didn't they it, do the, the, the didn't do a thing like if you were use the camera to see if you were in light or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that now. So there you go the beta version of that. <laughs> I'm sure Konami owns the rights to it. Yeah, they do. That's not the yeah, point. Of course. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I'm sure Konami I, I doesn't think, even know they do. <laughs> we do? What? No. What now? Yes. Um, but I think we'll, in terms of who's going to be on the stage, I think we'll, will your, our friends at Gorilla turn up, do you think? Probably well, they'll be not. there to show off some new stuff from Horizon, I'm sure. Yeah, well, they did Gamescom and E3 and E3 in terms of being on the stage. Yeah, but so I don't, Gamescom and Paris, Paris Game Show? Yeah. They showed the same stuff from E3. Sorry, Paris Game Show, yes. Might do, of course, yeah. Uh, oh, any more No Man's Sky, do we think? Or do we we're seeing enough of no, I mean, it's set for June long. now. I don't know if they want to really push it too much anymore. No. And then what else could we think of? I, I, I'd like to think, because being in San Francisco, that um, Mr. Schaefer will be on stage with them. You would think. I mean, you would definitely think that. He and Adam Boys are pretty friendly and Geo Corsi. And... Yeah, and maybe Uncle Lorne might turn up. Huh? What? Hmm. No idea. Hmm. Yeah. We're not doing anything, so it's, if somebody else is, then you know. Yeah. Who knows? Um. Yeah. I. <clears throat> I think this is going to be that time that we're going to see some stuff that nobody knows about. I hopefully we'll nice. see Hot Shots Golf. Hopefully we'll see the new one finally, actually played. 
Um, maybe hear that the U.S. version is coming soon after the Japanese instead of waiting four four years. We may actually get a new game from um, Ready at Dawn. So soon? Mm. And really, like with Ready at Dawn, you know, they say they want to do the sequel to The Order. Yeah. You know, who knows if that's going to happen? I. It sounds like it sold well. So. It's phenomenal. I love it. It's or a little it. short, but visually, it, it is the best looking game ever. I agree. Even still, I, I yeah, I, I totally agree. Although Star Wars Battlefront looks goddamn good. Yeah, it's getting cokey reviews, though, isn't it? I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. I've, I've been loving it. And somebody asked me the other night, like, would you love it this much if it wasn't Star Wars? And I said, well, that's not really a fair question because... The game is built around being a Star Wars game. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's the whole point of it. But when you're, like, today I was playing in, in the surround sound after work, and I had it just cranked up. I wasn't playing with anybody. Because usually, if I'm playing with a friend, I've got the microphone to deal with, so I turn it down. But I said, fuck it. I turned the mic off, cranked it up, and I'm standing inside of a little personal shield around a few of my squad mates. And somebody's hitting it really hard with this uh, really fast blaster. And you're hearing all the pop, 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 pop. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, just how they've, how they've used all the sound and how they've used the, the visuals and that, like, the crystal clear pla- uh, uh, yeah. textures they've used. Even up close, yeah. they just like, oh, my God. It, well, something has to be said for Frostbite. It's an amazing oh, yeah. engine. Yeah. And even look at new Need for Speed. That looks it looks amazing, but it's a boring game. Yeah, I've been playing well, it, and and well, on the Xbox One, I've had a problem. Uh, I don't get any voice. Wow! But they say it's because I have to go into the Xbox One and actually set it for stereo oh. <clears throat> when I'm using it in my TV speakers. But when I want to use my headphones, I have to go in and set it for surround sound. So I have to go in and dick around with the audio settings every time. Wow! Yeah, that's the Xbox for you. <laughs> well, but I, I I agree. I like the the visuals in that game. Holy shit! I mean, it yeah. looks like you're playing an old Laserdisc game, but you're not on rails anymore. It yeah. looks that much like the real city. I it's astounding. But I think they get away with a lot because it's at night. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I I totally agree, man. That that is gorgeous. And I'm going to be a part of it now. Okay. I just noticed the time is three fifteen a.m. Yeah. Well, we were about to take our break anyway. So I, I'm, I'm going to duck out at the break. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you stayed up longer than we thought you would. Just. I'm sure, he on. comes on here, gives all this Kojima stuff, then he runs off. <laughs> Let those fuckers deal with it. Um, all right, well, do we have anything else on PSX, or are we pretty much done? I, I was going to say, I, I think it, would be a, it has to be something eventful this year, because last year's was semi-eventful, but mostly it was the No Man's Sky stuff. And the 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 six the the, the sixty five days of static of the hell are called the, the gig and stuff. So I'm gonna have to do something special this year to kind of top that. Well, that was I, a specific evening event, wasn't it? So. I'm wondering if they're gonna be able to pull that off though, because they don't have the same facility anymore. They're just in, I think it's Moscow and West. I don't. I think it's it's only one of the Moscow and buildings. But you know, when we were in Vegas, that's an entire complex. Right. And I think that's kind of how they got away with it. <clears throat> I, I think they could definitely pull it off because the Moscone is huge. Yeah. But I was wondering the same thing because they did build so much around No Man's Sky last year. Yeah. But what would they actually 
what would that be? You know, no, I literally have no idea. It has to be a, a reveal of some Yeah, yeah. So I go Kojima again. <laughs> His game's already done. <laughs> well, Josh, you got anything else? No. All right. Well, let's take our break. Let Mr. Gilray go to bed. Thank you for joining us. Not a problem. For episode 450. I, yeah, I enjoy this. Yeah. Hopefully we won't get as, in as much trouble this time. I wouldn't get any trouble this time. That'd be great. <laughs> you might not get in trouble. We'll get in trouble. That doesn't bother me. I'll get pulled aside at, at PSX and get scolded. Oh, by Kojima. <laughs> by Kojima after he announces that he works for Sony and we let it loose early. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. Well, after the break, we'll talk about uh, what we're playing and watching. Uh, we'll do around PS Nation, talk some emails. So it'll be a short time after the break. Uh, but again, Stuart, thank you. You you know, as always, you are the third chair. You're welcome anytime. Thank you, sir. Don't act like I don't want you on the show. <laughs> well, it took you months to call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, usually we want to try to do it on a Saturday or Sunday with you since yeah. you're, you know, the time difference. But we just don't really think about it. No, I just like I said, you'd leave leave to the last minute, and you think, "Oh shit, know, he's I'm six hours ahead." I know. Well, five hours in, in Josh's case. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be right back from the break, Stuart. We'll talk to you soon, sir. All right, no problem. Once again, thanks so much to, uh, for Stuart uh, to take some t- some time out of his really early morning uh, to hang out with us. It's always a, just an absolute pleasure to have him on the podcast. Uh, so Stuart and I were talking before we did all this on Twitter, and we were saying, like, hey, maybe tweet us your idea for something we could talk about that would get us into trouble the next day. Uh, we got a few that were just crazy, like, Last of Us 2 is going to be a Wii U exclusive. People, they have to be believable. <laughs> <laughs> semi-believable <clears throat> so thomas harrison lord actually said uh uh final fantasy 7 remake is finished and will be out december 24th so there you go there's your news item uh let's see here there, there there's this crazy one i do like this one though resistance collect Res- resistance remastered collection announced and a, a new game is coming out in the fall of 2016 i do actually think we might see a resistance remastered collection I really want one. I would love it. I would love well, to I play just, those through those again. I, well, I say that, but I loved the first one, not so much the second. And three I mean, was the best. Um, well, uh, it is. 
It's so damn good. The thing is, I think I'm yeah. one of the only people in the in the known universe that liked to the single player. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. I remember, uh, oh, what's his name? I remember one of the guys on One Up bitching uh, because there there was the invisible guys, and he'd always get taken out of it. I'm <laughs> I'm listening to it, going, "Do you not wear headphones or use sound because you can hear them coming?" And it was just the most absurd thing when he was bitching about it. <clears throat> but that's a good one. That's from uh, Elbeds K one. Four four. I don't know how we're supposed to say that name. Elbedsky? Elbedsky 44, maybe? Because there's 43 other Lebedskys out there? Mm. Is that supposed to be Lebowski? Uh, Josh Miller, Infamous 3, revealed hints at both Cole and Delson as playable characters. So, somebody put it on your blog. Uh, and the one that we like the most, New God of War is titled Goddess of War. New religious gods get their champion uh, to defend against Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evan Fennell, new Parappa the Rapper game starring current PlayStation stars. I could see that happening. That's a beloved series. Why haven't we seen anything from that lately except for in PlayStation All Stars? Yeah. Patapon. <clears throat> Loco Roco. Yeah. Loco Roco, I think, would work well as a downloadable title on PS4 with. Motion and the dual shock. They, that yeah. was the thing. They built that on the PSP using the shoulder buttons, and then suddenly they had a dual shock three and a dual shock four with motion. And they did like a not great downloadable title for the PSN. Right. On PS3. PS3. Give me that original Loco Roco concept with the world that you're rolling around. Just, uh, yeah. Let me use the motion control. <laughs> oh, I agree. I think that would actually work. I have my Loco Roco pen sitting right in front of me here. That's one of our friends gave us a long time ago. Gave me. I don't think you were around when I got that pen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mark Cerny has gone to help Nintendo with Zelda in exchange for it showing up on a PS on PS4 as a PS Plus game. Again, it has to be believable. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they did let Zelda show up on the stupid CDI. But that was through that stupid deal. Uh, I think that's about it for the good ones. But thanks for everybody uh, uh, sending us over your ideas. That was pretty funny. That was a good one. All right, while we're playing, you want to start, Josh? Uh, played some Madden. Okay. Um, so I'm doing the season as the Eagles. Okay. Like I always do. Um, and it's frustrating. I mean, I'm, I'm playing like the real Eagles are. Um, who's their quarterback right now? Uh, the, the turnover machine. Um, you have to be more specific. What's his face? Don't forget. I watch, I, I, I watch for the Jets forever. Oh, Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um which I just read on like the Philly sports page today that he has over his career he has 84 touchdown passes and 84 interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Them's Jay Cutler numbers. Yeah, so 
Um, but like the dumb thing is like, I'm just, I'm annoyed at myself because there was one game. I had a game, I guess it was against the Redskins and it was a really tight game. And it was coming down to like the last minute in the fourth quarter and I'm driving downfield and I'm like, well, I have to drag this out. So I'm running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. I got to like the two yard line with 14 seconds left and I could have kicked the field goal for the win. And I said, well, let me just run it one more time because that's still 14 seconds. I don't want to mess around and I could probably run it in and it's fine. And I tried to run it in. I got stopped and it wouldn't let me take a timeout in time. And the <laughs> clock ran out and I lost the fucking game. Oh. I was so mad. I was just beside myself. I couldn't believe it. So at That's that point funny. I was like two and four and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, or two and three. I think that would have made me three and three, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> but I was furious about that. And then either the next game or the game after that, I'm playing the giants and they go up like 17 nothing immediately and i'm just i'm like i oh. so i'm furious at this i claw my way back and i get the score i i forget how it went down but i think i was ahead or i was just within reach and they got the ball and marched right downfield yeah. And and scored and put me like down by seven or down by six or whatever it was. Um so they kick the ball to me. There's like a minute thirty to go. I march downfield and actually scored uh, the last play of the game I scored and won the game. <laughs> So I was, then I was elated. Like you wouldn't believe I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) But still it's, it's one of those, you know, I'm up one week, I'm down the next week up one week. It's, it's just uh, the team is all over the place. So, which I guess is good because last year's version, I just ran the ball for like 4,000 yards in the season. Yeah. Ridiculous, and that's all I did the entire Super Bowl. I ran the ball, I did not pass it once, and I was getting 11 yards per carry. It was ridiculous. So, and now it's a little bit more realistic in terms of that, but but of course, it's the Eagles, so it's a little frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did a little bit more Lego dimensions. Uh, I'm still kind of up in the air in this. I, I need to play more of the story. Yeah. Uh, I I went into one of the worlds. I went into the Scooby-Doo world, which is cool. And it's fun. And I get it. You know, it's, it's something that they wouldn't make a full Lego game for. Mm-hmm. But they have a pretty beefy level world, whatever you want to call it, for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in there for hours. And I'm nowhere near completing all the stuff that's in there. Not even close. Right. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of content. It's just weird. And I, I think what's throwing me off, the other thing that kind of throws me off about it, and I get it, the whole point of the Toys to Life 
it's the toys and and buying them and right. having them and all that stuff. But at the same time, every Lego game up to this point, see, a precedent has been set. Every Lego <laughs> game up to this point, there's 500 characters available, and you unlock them as you play, or you unlock them with Lego studs, and you do that, and you can, you know, I can't get into this area, so I buy that character in game with the Lego studs that I've earned. Mm-hmm. And now I can, you know, use his laser ability to break open the gold bricks. Nice. Uh, well, in Lego Dimensions, you can't. You physically have to buy in real life that character to add him into the game. So, yes, you can get through the full game with the three characters that are there. But like Skylanders, like Disney Infinity and all that, you can't do a lot of this. Well, more Skylanders than Disney Infinity. Um, You can't do a lot of the side stuff or you can't open some stuff or you can't unlock some things because you don't have the right character unless you physically buy it in the real world. Hmm. It shouldn't be a problem. But. Because Skylanders has, has has been like that and all, you know, you expect that. But at the same time, it's a Lego game. Yeah. And we've had 50 Lego games to build up <laughs> this least. expectation of what a Lego game is and how you get through it and what you have access to. And now all of a sudden they're saying, yeah, that's great. But now you have to physically go to a store and buy it. Yeah. That to, is a little, to play yeah. that part. So that's kind of the disconnect that's throwing me off and and making me iffy on this game yeah so eh, we'll see i need to play the story more i've just been dicking around in it so i need to play the story more and and see if it's worth it just for that um they want to see us at psx i'd be happy to go because now i've been playing it more yeah (laughs) i can actually say something about it um so I'll actually I'll try to play a lot more of the story uh, if if we're going to see them for whatever reason. I'll uh, afford you the email. Okay. Um, and with that whole teens Last of Us thing, um, I got the idea that I need to play either The Last of Us, I need to play more of that, or I need to play um, uh, GTA Five. Okay. On the PS4, which I hadn't really done enough of the story. Oh, okay. Um, so I thought, all right, I'll go in there. And I didn't know where the fuck I was in the story. And th- there's no thing telling me you have to do this next. And I'm like, right. uh, and I didn't want to get, you know, just wandering. So, um, so I'm Trevor and I'm flying some missions where I'm dropping you know, the guns and everything. And I see like an icon up in the upper Northwest corner. I'm like, what is this? So I drive all the way over there and it's Cletus or whoever. Right. And he's, he's like, well, I'm going to teach you how to hunt. And I'm like, I don't remember. Oh yes. yeah. So I didn't remember doing that. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. Let's, let's do this. So it gets pretty. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hunting the elk. And I finally kill it. Yeah. And I'm feeling good about myself. And I'm like, hey, look at me. All right. I got the elk and, you know, 
I'm done. So I'm, I'm walking back to my car and I turn to walk back to my car and it's dark. And I'm right on the edges of the woods. So I'm walking back to my car and I'm like, oh, look, a doggy. Oh, shit. It's like a coyote. It killed me. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, look, a doggy. <laughs> Seriously. Like it came running up behind me. I'm walking and it came running up behind me and I'm like, oh, that's cute. I, hey, <laughs> and I'm dead. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. I started laughing and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I, I stopped it. Uh, I had a pretty good time with that one because then I ended up like, I, I got the hunt done and I ended up coming across some dude that was like abusing his girlfriend or something. And oh. like, I tried to take him out and then he starts shooting back at me. I'm like, wait, he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up chasing him all over the place and it got, it got pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That game's crazy. Yeah. It was funny. I, I was like, <laughs> all right, I, I, I'll just set this aside for now. Um, oh, look at doggy. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. That may have to be the title. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it freaked me out. It was, it was, I laughed. I couldn't stop laughing. When it nice. Um, so yeah, now I have to figure out how to juggle those two. I want to, I want to play through chapter of last of us. I want to play through, a couple missions in GTA chapter of last of us missions, of GTA. you know, it's these things yeah. where I want to, I want to do these really cool stories again or do them, you know, a little bit more in depth or whatever. It's just finding the time, you know? So it's one yeah. of those things where, uh, and then I did some, finally back to my road to the show character in MLB. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, so I played several games and simmed like a week or so. Okay. Like it was the same thing with that and NHL. I don't want to say actually with MLB, I don't have to because I carry the save over. Yeah. That didn't cross my mind when I did it. But with NHL, I kept saying, you know, I don't want to sim. I don't want to sim because part of the fun of it is going through all that. Because when you make the NHL, when you make an NHL roster, when you get drafted and you get put in the minors and you finally make that NHL roster, it feels that much sweeter. It feels like you really worked for it. You sure, know? sure. And, and it really, you get that feel of a kid trying to break into the NHL and what you have to go through to get there. Right. And I was able to do that on, on older versions of the game. Where I started, you know, in the ju- Canadian Juniors, got drafted by Nashville, ended up in Milwaukee. We talked about that. I was on the Milwaukee yeah. Admirals. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because when I did get pulled up um, to the big team, the one guy, I think I didn't know many of the Predators at all at that point. This was years ago. Okay. And the one I kept seeing that just made me laugh was uh, Vlasic. And every time I saw him, I'm like, Pickles. Pickle. All right. Yeah, he was my defenseman. I'm like, that's my boy. Pickles, is because I was playing goalie at the time. I'm like, Pickles has got me covered. And I always joked about that. Pickles, Pickles, Pickles. Well, now he's, like I see him, now he's on the Sharks. And He's really good on the sharks. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, there's pickles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles. It's so funny because it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's these teams like, uh, 
like the the Predators, I don't follow them so much, so I don't really know their roster all that well. I mean, I know a lot of the players in the NHL, but there's this the lesser known players on teams like maybe Winnipeg or even Colorado at this point that I just yeah. don't pay attention to. So it's funny to see, like, there's my boy, you know, there's the guy that was that was bailing me out all the time years ago on Nashville, <laughs> and now he's. <laughs> Now he's playing for the Sharks in real life. So, um that was always cool, but Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still working on I'm still in the minors obviously. I haven't gotten too far into the season. Um but I played several games again. Um my my character is doing quite well. Nice. Like incredibly well. Um but it's still early in my I guess double A season, um, but uh, I've been drafted by the Angels. And, hmm. You know, I mean, I, I said fine, I'll do it. Now I'm just gonna go with it yeah. because this is what happens. You know, you don't get drafted by the team you want necessarily. No. You get drafted by whoever you get. Well, so you can kind of work the system a little bit. So I know, but I'm gonna let it play okay. out. I, I know I can. I can. Because you can actually go try out for a team in spring training. Yeah. So that's what I did is I uh, I wanted to play in the Brewers. I wanted to go through the farm system in the Brewers. So I uh, went and played spring training with them and, and got some reps, finally got some some time at the plate and everything, and, and got picked up, went to double A, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I went through the whole kit and caboodle. But then, you know, I get up to the Brewers, and I was so happy. I'm like, oh, I get to play in Miller Park. Like a month in, they trade me. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Stupid baseball. See, and that's the thing. You know, I, I, I figured I'll play it and I'll see what happens with my career. I'll see how long it takes me to get up to the majors and if I stick with the Angels or if they trade me or if I end up as a free agent at some point down the line. Yeah. Then I have a better chance. But, you know, I just I want to play it out. As if I'm one of those players and, you know, my choice, I, I don't really have a choice. It's, it's that, or I go back to the farm, uh, you know, there's, yeah, yeah. I, I got drafted and I should be happy. So, because I never play, you know, I always, all these games, I always play as the Philly team. Okay. I just always have. So all those years when the flyer sucked, when the Phillies sucked, when the, I was always playing seasons as the sucky, sucky Phillies, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I was usually terrible because they, they had terrible teams through the nineties, eighties and nineties and they, 93, they had the world series and all, but for the most part, the Phillies had been awful. So, and the Eagles were awful for a long time there and the flyers were awful for a long time in the nineties. So nice. You know, you're huh. I just I dealt with it. I was like, all right, these are the teams I want to play, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But the thing is doing that, I like in baseball especially, yeah. I never saw any of the American League stadiums. Oh well, yeah, that's true, because I always play in the National League too, usually. Yeah, before interleague play. And <laughs> at one point um, 
I forget why. I th- I think I just tried an exhibition, or or it was one of the one of the first times I tried Road to the Show, or one of those years ago, and a couple years ago, whenever it was, and I got picked up by like the Yankees or somebody, and yeah. I was like, ooh, American League, and then I was like, holy shit, it's like a whole new world opened up to me. Like, oh, some, yeah. like one of my first games was in Seattle, and I'm like, whoa, look at this place. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> it was like a whole new thing to me. I was like, wow, I should really. I should try the American League. This is amazing. So I thought nice. I was just going to pick an American League team to play as just to see all the stadiums and everything. Um, but of course, that was before saves carried over. So that right. stopped real quick. <laughs> um, but now, you know, I got picked up by the Angels. So I'm going to let it play out. So uh, I should at least get to see some of these American League stadiums and teams and everything and and just get a feel for a different side of the game. Oh yeah, so, definitely. It's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I played. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Probably didn't watch anything. Uh, besides that, uh, a couple of minutes of the green mile. <laughs> Take my hand balls. Which made me nuts. You know, I've never seen that movie all the way through. Really? It's no. good. It's actually really yeah, good. I'm, and I'm not a Stephen King guy. Um, but this isn't typical Stephen King, I don't think. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I've i never really gotten into much of anything he's done. I mean, I saw Carrie when I was a kid and it was just freaky. You didn't like The Running Man? Uh, not The Running Man, but that's different. Well, it was written under a different name, but it yeah. was Stephen King. Yeah. But like all his other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read Pet Cemetery when I was younger and it was a good book, but the funny thing is they drink so much beer in it and I was in grade school. <laughs> I got so thirsty for beer. I went home one day from school and drank a beer, <laughs> pull it out of the fridge, drank a beer. And no, that wasn't my first beer ever. <clears throat> I grew up in Wisconsin. So, all right. Uh, played for me. Uh, a lot of Star Wars Battlefront working on the review for that. I, I was talking to Stuart a little bit about it, but I, I don't understand a lot of the uh, the hatred for it so far. I'm really enjoying it. I still want to do the, uh, the single-player slash co-op missions, uh, which I haven't had a chance to do yet. Uh, just been working on the different modes, trying to figure out the different modes, see what's, what's going on. I mean, there, there's a lot available. Uh, the only thing is, it seems like, yeah, there's a, a lot of maps in it right now, but, you know, if you do uh, one mode, you'll only have four maps available in that mode. And then there's another four in another mode, that sort of thing. So that gets a little frustrating after a while when you're going through a, a playlist in a mode and it's just the same four levels over and over. Um, but I, I can't tell you how much not just fan service, but how much detail is in these games for Star Wars fans. And <clears throat> like I said, it's not fair to say, would you like it if it wasn't a Star Wars game? Because it literally is just built around what you would expect from a Star Wars game. Yeah, it, it's a Star Wars game. Yeah. Hoth and there's <laughs> Adats and there's snow speeders. And how do you take all that out? It's not the same game. Exactly. And you can't take that out. Oh my God! I mean, just how faithful it is to the universe. Yeah. The sounds, the the look, the, the even the terrain. Uh, you know, when you're on Endor and how dense that forest is. Yeah. 
and fucking pain in my ass. Oh my god! But it's just it's amazing to me. It's just I'm always in awe when I'm playing it. And the thing is, so I I had the first ones on the PC. Yes, folks, they weren't just on the PlayStation Two; they were on PC as well. Uh, and I was playing on a PC with you know keyboard, mouse, and everything else. And I always had a problem shooting correctly with the lasers, with you know with the blasters. Uh, I just couldn't wrap my my head around it after all this time of shooting bullets, you know, because it is different. <clears throat> and that was my biggest concern with Battlefront: is is it going to be the same? Is it you know? And so far, I've I've actually had a great amount of luck being able to lead my care my my targets the way I should be. Uh, I even took a video clip today. I shot <laughs> shot down a tie interceptor that was coming in low over Hoth. And I had my blaster, and I—I I think he was kind of low, but I hit him enough times, and I actually took him out. And I got a—I think I got a, not a like a an award in the game for it or whatever. Uh, so that was pretty kick-ass. But it's just the flying is pretty good. There's actually a mode where you're just flying over the over the surface of the planet, and uh, you know big dog fights and everything else, and it, it it works, man. And you can do it from first person or third person, either you know on the ground or in the yeah, air. I love- Oh my god! In the cockpit of an X-wing, it takes me back to the PC game. Um, so yeah, I, I don't understand the hate for it right now. I haven't really read anybody's complaints about it. I just see that people are hating on it, but uh, I'm—it's it, exceeding a lot of expectations so far for me. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, you're always kind of hesitant when it's one of your favorite, you know, things. And I mean, it, I think Star Wars is one of those things that gets to a certain point where people aren't going to be happy no matter how good it is. And I'm not saying that about this, but just in general. Uh, but, uh, man, I mean, the experience, it's so immersive. And it's just, it's pulled me right in. I'm, I'm having a blast with it. I just haven't had a lot of time to play it yet. <coughs> so I'll keep working on that. I didn't know you were playing it, Josh. No, I, I played the Xbox One oh, that's right. Access thing. That's right. Like two hours, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in I just, that, I played as as much of the single player stuff as I could to see right all the different modes, the flight, the you know the speeder bikes, all the different planets, all that stuff. Yeah. So I I, I know all that, but that was it. <laughs> That's all I played of it because I didn't buy the game. Yeah, I mean, I, the one thing about it is it's so reliant on in-game currency to unlock a lot of things. Uh, some things will only unlock at certain levels as well, certain rank levels, but uh, it's it's it doesn't go very quickly getting in-game money. So if you want to do new blasters, that sort of thing, it, it gets a little difficult. Um, <clears throat> but I've gotten to the point now where I have another hand that I can set up. So your hand is, uh, you have three cards that you can put in the hand, uh, two, four, uh, like grenades, that sort of thing, and then one as a modifier. <clears throat> so, like, I have a modifier on there right, right now where I can do a 15-second burst of ion shots from my blaster so I can actually, you know, try to take an ATST out, that sort of thing. Um, and I like that. So you can swap the different things. So you have, uh, you can have, like, a thermal detonator on, on L1, and you can have uh, another, like, ion grenade in, in R1, and you can throw that in ATST, and it actually does a shitload of damage. So I've got to the point now where I've got some pretty cool stuff, and you can actually set up another, like an alternate hand config. So like on the other one, I've got the kind of the sniper rifle, which gives you one good shot. 
and then uh, some other weapon. So it, it's kind of cool that the stuff's opening up now. The progression's been pretty decent. Uh, I like the fact that there's so many options for how you can make your character look on both sides. Uh, again, it's just it's a beautiful game. It plays really well. It's silky smooth. Um, uh, Eurogamer did you know all their tests on it, and it never drops from 60 frames. They haven't found it to drop from 60 frames yet. Uh, it's just it's rock solid. And I mean, Dice have really pulled something off of that engine, man. It it is just so impressive. So uh, yeah, I, I just need more time with it. So <clears throat> uh, played some more Destiny with the guys the other night on Friday night. Uh, just playing some Iron Banner. I didn't get really far in Iron Banner though, so I only got to level rank three, I think. And then uh, so I got this Darth Vader limited edition PS4 that I bought. You know what I forgot is on the newer PS4s. The power and the eject are actually buttons you push now. Mm, yeah, I totally forgot about that. I like that better because I can't tell you how many times I've been trying to just plug or unplug something into the USB. Yeah, because all my well, most of most two out of three of my PS4s are standing on their side, and yeah. when you're trying to do that, you're you know the the palm of your hand might rub up against one of those buttons and boop turns on boop ejects the disc boom i'm like geez mongo maybe if you didn't have such big hands yeah they say big hands really hard to find gloves that fit big gloves yeah uh i think they kind of did this because you know obviously that uses a static electricity or you know kind of a tactile touch to activate it and I think that was one of the problems of the PS4, that problem I had where I thought my PS4 went bad, uh, where static electricity will build up. And I think that was doing that with those two buttons. So I think they went to this. Mm. So, but it, it freaked me out. Uh, but I love the, man, I love the design on this Vader PS4. Just, it looks so damn good. And the controller. Oh my God, the controller has so much detail on it. The touchpad has the Star Wars logo all over it. I still think that thing is hideous. Oh, I love it. I love it. <clears throat> it's all glossy black like Vader's mask and oh, it's so cool. Um but I put a, you know, put a 2 terabyte hard drive in it right away before I even did anything with it. Got that all rolling. Uh it was kind of funny. I I set it up yesterday morning or when was it? I don't remember what day it was. It might have been Saturday actually. Uh to download everything. So I just went in and downloaded everything except for Rock Band 4. I I said I'd do Rock Band 4 separately. And just downloaded everything, put it in rest mode. So I turned the thing on this morning because I was out pretty much all day yesterday working. And then I went to the bar to watch the game. Uh, turned it on this morning because it's at my desk. And I still had the notifications thing on for downloads. And it, they kept rolling by for like 30 minutes. It, just, it was kind of funny after a while. It was just bling, 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 bling. So, uh, yeah, I got everything pretty much loaded on here. Used it for a little while today at lunchtime. <coughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, but one of the things that came with this this bundle was the four additional Star Wars games, uh, which we found out about last year at PSX. I think it was, or was it E3? It was E3. It was E3. So the first one that I, I think is kind of funny that people aren't more surprised about uh, than the stuff I'll talk about in a minute, but... Uh, one of them is Super Star Wars from the SNES. We have a Super Nintendo game on the PS4. That's fucking crazy. It is! 
Uh, and also it works for PS3 and Vita. This is the only one out of the four that actually works on all three platforms. Uh, it's awesome on the Vita, by the way, because that small screen and everything. Uh, Super Star Wars on the big screen, you can they give you a bunch of options, like an emulator kind of, where you can turn the scan lines on and off. You can turn a, a smoothing filter on, all kinds of stuff. You can make the window bigger, smaller. <laughs> I'll be honest, on a big screen, it looks so weird because the pixels are so fat and everything. Uh, but you know the sound is still there. It's 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 still a, a pretty cool kind of going back in the day. But the funny thing is, I was never that big of a fan of Super Star Wars because it's a really hard game because the controls are inherently kind of crappy uh, mechanics wise and everything else. So I played through it for a little while, and all of a sudden I went, "Oh, that's right! I don't like this game very much." Uh, I mean, back then it was awesome. I mean, that digital sound, that music, everything—it it was awesome. But yeah, compared to a lot of games nowadays, it's not that good. Uh, but then I turned on uh, Star Wars Racers Revenge. And I quickly realized this is a PlayStation 2 emulator. It's yeah. actually running an emulation wrapper. Uh, a very good one, by the way. Uh, frame rate's really smooth. Uh, textures looked a little bit better. Uh, it... it Looked really good overall, but at the same time, it now has trophies, <laughs> which is insane when you think about the development process to bring a PS2 game up and put trophies in. Uh, it works with share, although I haven't gotten a video to record yet, uh, so I don't know if it's a glitch or if it won't do video, but you can take screenshots and you can stream over share, which I did. Uh, so I did. I streamed Racer's Revenge and Jedi Starfighter. Bounty, Bounty Hunter wasn't uh, downloaded by them, but uh, yeah, you can stream off share for these games that use the PS2 wrapper. Uh, save files go into your application data management like anything else. <clears throat> um, it lets you. Uh, so on the DualShock Four, obviously, there's no start and select. So you press on the right side of. The touchpad, you press down on the right side for start, press down on the left side for select. Uh, parties work, so I was still on the party chatting while I was playing these games. It doesn't shut anything off. And it's really good. Uh, Razor's Revenge is a decent game. Really light on content, though. Uh, there's only four tracks, I think, if I remember right. Jedi Starfighter, however, holds up very well, and I actually want to play more of it. Uh, the one thing I need to check is somebody said, because I was dicking around and, and there's actually a thing in Jedi Starfighter for putting a code in. And there were actually codes for the game. So somebody in the stream gave me one of the codes and I put it in and somebody asked, since you did that, the, did that turn off your trophies? So, But I had trophy uh, notifications and everything turned off that night, so I don't know if I popped any on that game. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm going to go back and look into that to see if maybe that negates your trophies if you, you know, quote-unquote cheat with the codes they made. Uh Bounty Hunter I tried when I first got the system. Looked great again, great frame rate, everything. But uh, I got screwed up in the game like right away I got stuck because I, I wasn't listening to it, so I don't know if I missed something. But uh, that's one thing, folks. This is true PlayStation 2 emulation on PS4. <clears throat> it's not a typical emulator where you boot up the emulator and then choose a game. Uh, this instead is what's called a wrapper, uh, which is what they're using on the Xbox One. Uh Basically, they do a separate emulation for every game. So I would expect, I'm just going to guess, but I would expect to hear a pretty big announcement about this at PSX. Yeah. And I have a feeling that's why Bounty Hunter, Jedi Starfighter, and Racer's Revenge 
are not allowed for perch or not not allowed, uh, not available for purchase on the store yet because I think that's going to be part of the announcement at PSX. Well, I really want GTA Vice City. There you go. That's. I mean, do the GTA. I'll buy all three GTA games again and the stories ones. So the, what is that? Five now. Yeah. They never did a San Andreas stories. Fuckers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I would buy all five of them again if they did it like this. Especially if they can kind of up the frame rate. Yep. Because um, I don't think these other games ran at this smooth a frame rate. Yeah. I I would love to see all five of those again. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Eurogamer did some testing on it. It sounds like, uh, it is up converting to 1080p. Uh, it was funny when I played, I think Bounty Hunter, it actually had a progressive scan option and I could set that. Uh, so it was kind of funny. It, it's, it's really weird. There is no, like when you were on the PS3 or, uh, on the V on the PSP, that sort of thing, when you could like on the PS1, when, when you put one of those in and you could go to the emulation settings and change things. There, I, I don't see anything like that for any of these games, but you can still use the in-game options. Uh, and yeah, you can save your game, you can upload the game to the memory, or to the cloud, to the memory, you know, uh, to the cloud, and uh, I, I'm impressed. I would love to see them say, alright, here it is, this is what it is, aren't you happy? Oh, and by the way, here's a way to re- remember those old uh, PS3 memory card adapters. I brought that up on the stream that, Hey, it's compatible and you can plug that in and pull your save over. Yeah. I brought that up on the stream. I'm like, wow, if that could take place, holy shit. Yeah. Cause I still have my adapter. So do I. Yeah. And I still have my memory card. <clears throat> Me too. Cause I still use my PS2. Yep. But all these people that will not leave us alone on uh, Twitter about SOCOM. Maybe they could do a SOCOM 2, you know, with the wrapper, bring some servers up and let people play that. I would be in heaven. I would love to play it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. And all y'all on Twitter tweeting us about SOCOM, again, wrong people. You need to tweet at Gio Corsi and, uh, and, and Shu. We have very limited power here at PS Nation. Which essentially means no power. Mm. <laughs> yeah but i am i'm gonna play more starfighter i'm i'm really enjoying it i mean it's not perfect by any means and uh you know it's still a ps2 game at at heart but man it's it's a solid game it's fun so i'm really enjoying it uh and then played more rocket league obviously uh just more of the same awesomeness it it just never gets old so i'll actually probably play that tonight when we're done recording but i did watch a lot so first up, caught up on the Flash, Arrow, Gotham. Really love them where they're all going. Uh, and then our friends, Nico Kusanagi and Mark Sanger, a long time ago, tried to get me to watch this show called Rick and Morty, which is an Adult Swim show. Yeah. Have you seen it? A little bit of it. Okay. Not so, enough. what's that? Not enough. Okay. I didn't like it when I watched it with them. I thought it was stupid. I was like, this is, I haven't laughed once. But it was late at night. I think we'd been drinking. I don't remember. But I noticed that Hulu has season one, and I see everybody talking about Rick and Morty. Now, I am not one of those people that will like it because other people like it. But I saw enough people talking about it that I said, maybe I should give it a chance. 
So I think it's 11 episodes in the first season, and I ended up really liking it. And honestly, Josh, I think you will like it too. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Because it's kind of, at a certain point, kind of like the Venture Brothers in the terms of they make fun of a lot of stuff that's already out there, like when the Venture Brothers made fun of Scooby-Doo. Well, I'd heard uh, Brian Quinn and Brian Johnson talking about it Yeah, a while ago. And it was always there in the back of my head. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get the chance. And I just haven't really had a chance to see much of it at all. So, yeah. But I know it's there. And I know it's one of those things that I would probably really enjoy. So, Well, it's kind of a – it seems like it's kind of a play on Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Hmm. Uh, but it, they, I mean, every episode there's references in there. You're like, Oh, that's awesome. I wouldn't say this is my favorite show in the, in the universe or anything like that, but I did enjoy it quite a bit. I got through the whole first season. So it is funny. It's, it's a little more adult, which I like. It doesn't pander to you. And, uh, yeah, the stuff that they make fun of you, you just kind of laugh about it. So, but the other thing I did, because apparently I have no life. Watch the entire season of Jessica Jones on Netflix. And it's really good. Uh, It's the best I've seen Kristen Ritter do anything. She's excellent at it. Uh, The other thing, though, is David Tennant playing the villain. He's so perfect for the role and plays it so well. And MJC said exactly what I was thinking, because uh, he said this on Twitter before, but Netflix is handling Marvel TV shows better than Marvel is handling Mar- Marvel TV shows. Hmm. It's really good. Uh, on the same level as the first season of Daredevil. And actually, <clears throat> yeah, it's about the same level, which is not a bad thing at all. Uh, definitely watch it. It's really good. And last but not least, I started watching The Man in the High Castle. Oh my god, is it good. Oh, and Amazon, man, their player, the video quality is fantastic. Uh, the show looks fantastic. It really does. <clears throat> but I'm about five, five episodes in, and I am hooked. It, it's got some insane twists and turns. So, yeah, definitely take some time and watch those. But other than that, that's it for me. So, did you find any emails? Do we have any? Yeah. Okay. Well, before that, let me just touch on Extra Life really quick, because obviously we had a delay. Uh, So, officially for the raffle, we're done. Uh, I literally, like a half an hour before we started recording, got all of our donor info from Extra Life. Uh, They finally sent me a spreadsheet. Uh, That includes all... All the members of the team. So if you're part of the team PS Nation and you have people donate to you, I have all of that info. So I don't need anybody to send me anything. Uh, but we have let me go, 491 donors. And I need to comb through all this data and get everything set up and get all the raffle tickets assigned and everything else. But if you're not in the U.S., you might not know that this week is what we call Thanksgiving week and <clears throat> pretty much a big holiday. Uh, I'm actually cooking for my whole family this year. My uh, my mom is is sore and she can't do it, and I'm cooking for like a lot of people. 
So I will not literally have the time to work on this for the next couple of days. So I'm going to work on it as soon as I can. I will set a date for the raffle. I'll put it all over Twitter. I'll put it all over the forums on the Facebook page. Let everybody know when I'm going to do it. And obviously we'll let everybody know on the podcast. I'm hoping to be able to maybe draw stuff on Sunday, but I've been working Sundays lately. So there's no way I can promise that right now. I don't know if I'm working this Sunday or not because they don't know yet. So I will get it done as soon as I can. It will get done. I'm looking at it right now, honestly. Uh, But the cool thing is we didn't have to rely on people giving us their email address this year because looking at the the message to fundraiser thing, yeah, a lot of people didn't do it. A lot of people didn't do it. So luckily we got all the emails uh, addresses from the people when they – when they registered for the, you know, putting the, the, the donation in. <clears throat> so, uh, again, thank you to everybody that played with us, uh, during that day. Thank you to everybody that joined team PS nation to help out. Uh, <clears throat> end of the day, Josh and I raised, let me get to the other page here. Where is it? Why isn't it showing it to me on here? Uh, I think we did 11,000, Eleven thousand something seventy. Uh, the team total twenty five thousand eight hundred eighty one dollars and seventy one cents, hmm. with a goal of twenty thousand. So, you guys, y'all kicked ass. It's amazing. Yeah, you kicked some major ass, and we can't thank you enough. Uh, it's just awesome. Uh, Josh and I raised eleven thousand seven hundred seventy five dollars, which is very nice to see. Very nice to see indeed. Uh, and again, thank you to everybody for all your help, your support, and uh, for just being awesome. So, but I will let everybody know as soon as we can do the raffle, and I'll get that stuff done as soon as I can. It's just a bad week, uh, especially because I'll be cooking starting Wednesday night until and into Thursday. So, yeah, I was volunteered the other day. <laughs> oh, Glenn's cooking. I am what? What am I doing? That was pretty much the uh, conversation. All right, emails. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, here we go. Am I doing number one or are you doing number one? Hang on. Let me get there. <clears throat> oh, this is the rock band follow-up. I think I'm doing that one. Okay. You're doing... Double check. Yes. Yes. Okay. Why not? Sure. All right. Dimitri. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for addressing my rock band Bluetooth connectivity issue on last week's podcast. I was able to fix my problem. Yay. For some reason, more than three controllers will not connect under the same profile. That's so weird. I created a sub account, used that sub account along with mine and a friend's account, and then I was able to connect all four instruments. I didn't delete my instruments and try to reconnect, nor did I do the second firmware update for my drums, but it all works now. I will post this on the forums to help out anyone else that might be having the issue. Thanks again, Dimitri. So that's one way around it. That must be with the whole profile system now where you can log in with four different people. Because you can set up guest one, guest two, guest three. Mm-hmm. But that's really weird because 
I know I've had four controllers on a single PS4 because we played Towerfall Ascension. Yeah. So that is odd. Unless it's just a bug in the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All right. I guess I'm going next. Mm -hmm. All right. This is from... Uh, Amos. And Amos says, Hey, Glenn and Josh, love your podcast and glad that the show is still going for all these years. Well, at least you're one of them. Uh, my question to you guys is, who owns the rights to Zipper's library of games, and do you think any of the games will get sequels? Mag is one of my favorite FPS I've played, and it would be amazing to get an HD remaster to come out for the PS4. Thanks for all you do for the listeners and the community. That's from Amos. Uh, Sony owns it. Those are all PlayStation brands. Because Sony owns Zipper. So, if anybody's going to do it, it's Sony. And I'm pretty sure we'll never see Mag again. Mm-hmm. I Mag had a lot going for it. And I liked it. But it was also confusing, and I think it lost a lot of people really quickly. I think a lot of people bought it. But they lost a lot of people when they couldn't really figure out because, you know, there was that whole concept of having 256 players on the same battlefield, but it was rare to actually get into a match with that many people. You were usually kind of sectionalized off and the whole concept of, you know, you're trying to get a territory or you're trying to get part of the territory didn't really sit with a lot of people. And the problem is because the game was, was taking up so many resources for all the players and everything else on the servers, it didn't have that, kind of full first-person shooter feel to it. You didn't have any sway. Uh, you didn't have like any kind of animation going on. It was very stiff. And I think a lot of people, that kind of pulled a lot of people out of the experience. But don't get me wrong. I loved Meg. I played it a lot. I probably played it more than a lot of people. But yeah, that's the best we can tell you. Because actually, Seth Luisi who was creative director and everything at Zipper, now works. He has his own development studio. It's a smaller one, and it's being incubated by Sony because uh, they're doing a VR game that I got to play at uh, at E3. And, I mean, it was a very early kind of concept thing, but it was cool. Uh, your gun was fully realized in your hand. <clears throat> uh, it was a rifle. You could even bring it up to your eye, and you could look through, and it had a laser sight. Uh, it had a red dot sight and then a laser um, pointer coming out of it. And I could look down the sights and actually hit an enemy precisely, which is <laughs> something I never thought would actually happen in VR uh, because the just kind of the inherent impreciseness of a lot of things. There's a lot of perception going on, but when it actually links up with reality, it normally doesn't work, and it just shocked me. When all of a sudden I could pull it up and I was looking down my sights and I got a guy right in the head where I was aiming. It freaked me out. So, yeah. <laughs> Went off track a little bit there. Alright. <clears throat> but Sony owns them all. Short and sweet. Alright, we done? Well... Oh, we didn't do a round PS Nation. Yeah. For TGI Sunday with Keith, 
this November 29th. His games are Infamous First Light, or Fez, or Contrast, Oof. or any writing. Yeah, he said, uh, you know, he'll take write-ins if somebody wants to kind of <laughs> sandbag him with some, some crappy game or something. You could always do that, too. Uh, I voted for Fez. I want to see Keith play Fez. Mm-hmm. Uh, contrast, awesome idea for a game. Boy, those controls really ruined it for me. And in- Infamous First Light's awesome, too, though. Yeah, I think Fez would be fun to watch him play. I think that would be really fun to watch Keith play. <laughs> Watching him, what was he playing Sunday? He was playing, ah, uh, oh, damn it. He's playing a game, oh, uh, he's playing Stick It to the Man. Which is a fantastic game, and the writing is excellent. And he was getting—he got stuck on this one part, and just watching his frustration made me feel like a better person. <laughs> See, nah, I think he was enjoying it. He was laughing at the writing. I know that because the dialogue is hilarious. So, vote for Fez, folks, and then watch his stream. My problem is he usually streams when the Packer game is on, so he's going to lose that battle every time. (laughs) My friends could be having a baby at that time, and they'd lose that battle with me. Just saying. All right, uh, so next week, normal show. We'll give the new releases for the next two weeks, because the weekend after is when we're at PlayStation Experience. Uh, and again, if you guys are interested in doing a meetup on Friday night, let us know in the forums. There is a th- thread out there for it right now in the special events section. Uh, we're talking about maybe meeting up at um, the Thirsty Bear at 7 o'clock on Friday night. Uh, so please let us know if you're interested in that, and uh, we'll try to maybe meet everybody up over there. Anything else, Josh? Uh, All right, well, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks again to Stuart for joining us on episode 450. And uh, we'll talk to you all very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. I hope I'm not offending anybody with my little jokey things here. <laughs> That's never the point of the whole thing. Sometimes people get mad at jokes. That pissed me off. Why? Why? How do you have time for that in your little life? Come on. Could be over in a second. You know what I'm saying? The way I look at life, we're all on the Hindenburg. No point fighting over the window seat. That's the way I'm looking at it. I wasn't always such a big philosopher, but then I got caught on an airplane that had an emergency and I thought I might die. I don't want to say the name of the airline. No point in embarrassing them on television. Let's just say it wasn't a foreign airline. It was an American airline. And leave it at that. And it's amazing when you think you're going to die how your priorities change. You know, I was on that airplane. I came there in the morning. I had no sleep. I walk up to the counter and the woman is going, I am sorry, Mr. Jenny. I don't see a first class seat here for you. We're going to have to put you in coach. Look, I don't think you understand. I'm a frequent flyer on this airline. I got this gold card here and I'd appreciate it if you would straighten it out. So I'm hiking back to row 37. Last row on the plane. Only reason you want to sit here is either you have diarrhea or you are anxious to meet people who do. 
two inches from the toilet. The guy sitting next to me is a big fat guy wearing sandals on his big hairy Flintstone feet. And he had that one yellow toe with the fungus. And he had those sandals that have the little leather band so as to showcase this amber gem and frame it properly for the six hours that I'm going to have to look at it. And I go to the guy, what is wrong with you? He goes, well, I'm comfortable. Well, I'm not Spartacus. This is an airplane. It's not the Last Supper. Oh, my feet need to breathe. So does everybody else on this flight. I'm thinking of opening that bathroom door behind us to get some air in here. And our flight attendant, some guy, very handsome young man, very excited to be there. This guy, Steve. Starts making announcements. In the unlikely event of a water landing, in the unlikely event of a fire, and I'm sitting there having my breakfast, six honey roasted peanuts and a ginger ale. All pissed off, and I'm thinking, you know what, Steve? If it's that unlikely, I prefer you didn't even bring it up. Because if it's really not going to happen, it's cruel to bring it up. You might as well just make up any kind of horrifying thing that's not likely. You might as well just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the captain. In the unlikely event that I should run bare-ass through the main compartment. Wearing a World War I Kaiser helmet, singing Clang Clang went the trolley. Well, by golly, the drinks are on me. You know what I mean? You just want to be cruel. Watch this one. Hi, it's the captain again. You know, in the unlikely event that I'm not really an airline pilot... I'll be pointing the plane toward the ground at a 90-degree angle. In the unlikely event you should survive impact and need to eat your fellow passengers, may I suggest the fat guy with the yellow toe sitting next to Richard Jenny in row 37. So I'm sitting there. We take off. Steve comes over and says to me and the guy next to me, "Uh, we have a choice today. We have chicken and Salisbury steak. So the guy goes, I'll have the chicken. So I go, yeah, I'll have that too. And Steve goes, we just ran out. I go, what? He got the last piece. Oh, really? Nice going, Barabbas. This is the last straw. We take off. I'm writing a pissy letter now. Dear American Airlines, why am I sitting next to the toilet? What the heck is this? Why don't you have any chicken? And another thing, I smell smoke in this plane and... I was hey, uh, you smell smoke? He goes, yeah, it's probably some idiot lit a cigarette in the bathroom. Yeah, that's probably it. Now some idiot smoking a cigarette in our bathroom and I... Cigarette made out of rubber and electrical wires. That's a nasty habit this guy has. And you know the old saying, where there's smoke, there's panic. This one guy freaked, and that didn't have a good effect on the rest of the passengers, because it was Steve. That guy turned into Porky Pig. He got on the microphone. But, but, but ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we have a, a small emergency here. Uh, uh, we're going to turn the plane around and try and fly back to the airport. Uh, please don't be concerned, because here at American Airlines, safety, and I quote, is our number one problem. That's what comes out of the guy's mouth because he's scared, right? And I was going, you have nailed it, Steve. That is our number one problem. If Casey Kasem was here, he'd say, let's take a look at our number one problem right now. (laughs) Moving down a notch to number two, they were out of the chicken. And taking over the number one problem spot, the plane's on fire, and we're all going to die a horrible death. So, (laughs) and you start thinking, whoa, Whoa! I could really die up here. This could be it. This plane's filling up with smoke. It's bouncing. What are my regrets in my life? And you realize you only have one regret. Being on that goddamn plane. That's all you care about. I don't care about any of this other stuff. 
I don't care about that chicken. I don't care about anything. I would eat that guy's toe on a cracker if it would get me off this plane. Of all the people that are flying around on planes that are not on fire, I have to be on a flying shush kebab with Steve the Stuttering Steward and a fungal Roman emperor. Why is it such a cool world? Why me? How could it happen? <laughs> and you're sitting there, boy. You're looking out that window going, oh, come on, runway. Come on, runway. Yes! I'm alive! And you love everybody. Nice toe, buddy. Let's go out for chicken sometime. I'm just saying you have to be thankful for your little things in your little pishy little life. I know that's corny to say, but it's kind of true. You complain around here and you look around the world and you realize, wow, some people, I read about the Congo, that country, the Congo, the people make $16 a month. No offense, but how poor can you be? You could go to the best restaurant in that country and bribe the head waiter with a penny. Do you have a reservation? No, I don't, but I think my friend Abe Lincoln does. I'd like to see my table now. <laughs> 